The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This podcast is powered by SportStrength. Your digital water cooler. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We here, we here, we here, we here. Um. Ooh, man, no, yo, it's so much shit to talk about. Um. Pelicans took a uh, took the second loss in a row. Everybody, um, I've been watching the timeline go left, right, crazy. So, I mean, it, this so many different elements to really touch here, but um. I'm gonna try to keep this shit all in perspective. You know what I mean? Not not let it get completely off the rails. Um, what am I supposed to say? I, I got a sponsor. Oh, um, shout out to Sports Drink. There we go. I still don't know what they do, but shout out to them for wanting to sponsor the show. Um, and um, yeah, man, I'm gonna get some of y'all up here. You know, a lot of things we can talk about. Bi CJ had a phenomenal game. Bad defense, no defense, rotations. Devontae Graham. Jackson Hayes, Garrett Temple. So many different places you go. Trey Murphy. Um, but, yeah, let's get it started. So, uh, let's see who I'm bringing up here. Ever, I got to bring you up here because you was, you was bashing everybody. Okay. You, was, you, you put out a whole, a whole tweet, a whole Devontae Graham defense attorney tweet. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> didn't he, though? <laughs> now, nah, but look though, look, 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 look. So one of the things I want to like, I want to make clear while we do this shit, right? Like, I, I don't, I, I try my best to be like objective with all this shit. So I feel like, you know, nobody is 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 uh, nobody is devoid of being criticized or being brought to the floor in regards to yo. They're struggling, or this isn't going the way it should go. They're not playing well, or this change should happen, or my basketball mind thinks this should go this way or that way, whatever the case may be. And I think tweets tweets are, are another subject, but in regards to the spaces, I think people felt like a, se- a, a fragment or a section of people were being harder on Devontae Graham than, you know what I'm saying, um, than, maybe, than maybe he deserved regardless this tonight doesn't have to do strictly all with him but he is a part of the discussion because there are some things that are going to have to be done and changed and tweaked going forward as this team tries to figure out some shit but i will say you start out game one <laughs> you got a new team and you start out game one against coach spo and then game two against coach pop you in for quite the you know like you know what i'm saying like like that's 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 hell but end of the day, you know the Spurs on the second night of a back to back. Man, there were there were parts of this game in which the Pelicans got outworked. You know what I'm saying? They made they made silly mistakes. They left guys they shouldn't have made. Well, well you know they shouldn't have left. Spurs played well. Dejounte Murray showed out, but there's still some adjustments to make, and we'll see. You know, we'll see what they do. But I do think that they will figure it out. It's just gonna take more time than maybe you know we imagined or that we wanted it to. Everett. You, you you were Devontae Graham's defense attorney coming in here. Defend your client. All right. Yo. 
don't, don't, don't want to hear the laugh or nothing. Defend you. Defend my client. So this kind of reminded me of the beginning of the season when we were all trying to figure each other out. You know, they were the rotations were terrible. Everything about what we've been doing is just bad. So with Devontae, I understand why people criticize him, but I kind of felt like everybody just we needed to be negative about somebody on the team, and they took the spotlight off of Nikhil when he was going crazy. And then they just turn it to him just because he was an easy target. But once again, we're literally trying to figure it out. Now, I have no defense for us as a team, not just Devontae, missing completely wide open threes with nobody within 10 feet of them. I, I can't defend that. But Everett. what I can defend, he what I can defend he is he, Everett. He missed the three. Everett, he, he missed the three. Ball, he missed the three. He got the ball back. Thought about it. And airball, he, airball. he did. Air, oh, okay, I, I, I just want to show you what what his brother's at mentally right now. He's no, struggling. no, I, I'm with you, I, and that's what I was saying about the fact that I'm gonna defend him as a member of our team. Now, with his action wasn't defendable, but him, people like, oh well, he should be benched. Well, he's going to be benched eventually when Z get back. We all know that. We understand that. Well, he should be benched for Jackson. No, he shouldn't. Jackson is going to have to get used to his role coming off the bench because that's his role on this team. And if he can't understand that, then that's a whole nother issue. He played out of his mind when he was up for the chopping block for getting traded. But now that that's over with, now he's out there still looking lost? Like, bro, which one are you? Which which Jackson are you? Mm, I ain't. I, listen, everybody was at my head. when He was out here dunking and his hair was flying yeah. around the place. He was energized. And now... I, you know, we got to make excuses for why this, like, look, man, look, and I've been saying this shit from the beginning. I do think Jackson Hayes is going to figure it out. I still feel like we make too many excuses for this grown ass man. You know what I'm saying? Like he got to be, he got to be playing next to JV. Okay. Okay. He got to be starting. Okay. Like he has to, he has to be, he has to be in this time. Okay. He has to get the ball. He has to be in these kind of roles. Like, Bro, there were so many possessions where all Jackson had to do was box out. Who the fuck is Jock? Hold on. What's his, what's his dude name? Who I is know. Jock Landell? Nobody knows. Why box is Jackson out, Hayes getting outworked by Jock Landell? Why? Somebody tell me where, Jock's, where Jock Landell came from. We can't. I don't know. We can't. Tell bro. me. This brother's bro. name is Jock. <laughs> I, I don't I don't like like so that's you know that's what I'm saying the rebounding aspect the boxing out those are the things that 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 I want to see from Jackson outside of just like I get that there's a different level of pressure he he puts on a defense when he's out there at the four but that's not at the end of the day that's not even what the coaching staff just wants to see from him they want to see the little shit too because he ain't gonna always be in the position where he can play next to JV he can't just JV can't care can't follow this man for the rest of his career you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 yeah. like it has to, and you know, I, I hope that it, you know, did it, did it manifest, but that's, that's all I'm saying. Like, you know, we got to hold him accountable as well, along with a lot of these guys. At the end of the day, the Spurs outworked them. They outplayed them. 
You know what I mean? They came out with a really good with a really good game plan. The Pelicans are still trying to figure some shit out. But we're gonna also talk about CJ. Yeah, what up? What up? Let, let me let me ask you this though. When was the last time the Pelicans, no matter which version of us we've had, played good against the Spurs? I Everett, I ain't trying to hit that shit. I, I understand that, but I'm not trying right to make an excuse. But I'm just saying in general, bro. I hate playing the Spurs. I hate absolutely, it. absolutely. But you know what? They on the second night of a back to back, and they 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 played less than twenty four hours ago. You can't let them outwork you. That's fact. You cannot bro. lose. Like I don't give a fuck who they are. At the end of right. the day, they on the, the second night of a back to back. Okay, on the road, they weren't even at home. They they was in Atlanta and flew and flew to New Orleans. You sure they weren't at home? Cause them refs was. Giving them home cooking whistles, bro. Uh, okay. hey, Chris, every, hey, Chris, every, 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 Chris, can yeah. I jump in here? Nah, every, hey, five. Hey, what's up, bro? Nah, every you, you full of shit, bro. I'm gonna tell you this now. Nah. <laughs> Talk to me. What, what, Chris, what happened? You just allowed this man to swindle out of all that foolishness he was talking about like, yesterday. The Twitter, yeah, like hold on. The Twitter, the Twitter swindle. Yeah, yeah, that's what he do. He gonna, he gonna fill you up with all these big words and make you feel all nice. But dog, you, you full of it, bro. Like. Dog, we try to tell you, Devontae, live and die by the three. That is not a winnable thing. Yeah, McKeel isn't here to get all the blame, but hold on, hold on. Come, come here, Ken. Um, he, he deserved all this. He deserved all this heat. Like, bro, you can't you can't be just a shooter and at, at six foot. You can't. Also, if, if you're going to live and die by the three, bro, you better find yourself, figure out a way to get with him without just shooting shots. Like, it can't just be the... It can't be. You know what I'm saying? Ever. I feel you, Five. Go ahead. But the person that they want to replace him with is as right now, too. You feel me? No. Well, we're not. Look here. Look here, bro. He was brought here to make jump shots. He was brought here to make jump shots. These are wide open shots. Zion isn't going to make these more wide open. They're not. It's not going to change. If he can't hit them now, what's going to make him hit them when Zion is up? Dog. Teams, teams on the opposite side, bro, are like, he's with us. Devontae then became that guy now on the court. Y'all seen it, bro. bro. Bro, you be out there, and you see a dude warm up, and you see him shoot, shoot a jump shot. You run past him and say, hey, yo, yo, he with us. Devontae, like, he's that guy right now. And listen, I ain't saying that, that can't change. I'm not saying Willie won't make adjustments. I don't want to see Devontae out of the rotation. I want him to figure it out, and I want it to work. But we do have to talk about his struggles, and they're not just recent, right? They've been happening. I can't – I don't know how long, but, I mean, we're talking about at least a few weeks, right? Like, we, we have to be able to speak about it. It doesn't mean that the, 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 the season's over with. They ain't going to figure it out or whatever the case may be. But you wouldn't have been able to tell me that CJ McCullum was going to drop 36 tonight and they were going to lose this game. I got to move on. I want to get some of these other new speakers up here. Chaz, I see your name. I got you. All y'all that are, that, are, that are requesting, I see y'all as well. Jay, what's happening, man? Welcome up, bro. Hey, appreciate that, my man. What's going on, everybody? Um, um, new guy, new guy. But um, um, I just want to say, I think that they improved as far as like integrated secrets. Because I think that I think that's really the main thing is that um, whenever we have new guy, whenever we have a new guy come out in, we always always gain success. And like some, I heard my heart say before. Going against Aaron Sparkle and then going against Popovich like that, like that's not the first two games coming at CJ. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I think like that once we get more into it, I think everybody's gonna get shot. They should start just together. No, no, that's all. I'm tired of that motherfucker already. I'm tired of that motherfucker. He got it. He got it. Nah, nah, I'm not leaving. That motherfucker. Because I'm sick of. I'm sick of. So, so, but I. 
relationship with the Lord. Amen. 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 Look at it right at it right. You know, you know, we have been watching watching Boy B.I. right for since since pretty much pretty much early early of the you know of the year of the year right. He's been you know finding God and guys and then inspiring me. Like look, look at three series in the past two games. Right, so he's definitely adjusted. Okay, okay. He's also he's also getting the benefits of what CJ McGregor great. I hope I hope this was just like just like like CJ CJ basically basically this they gonna figure it out. It's just a matter matter of time. Like there's there's nothing nothing there's there's nothing nothing offensively. Yeah, McCullum, McCullum can't, can't the bas- the basketball. Um, um, it's going to be a justice because, you know what I mean, you know, Josh Hall would grab, grab, grab a rebound and ball, ball, or, you know, you know be up, be up, be up, back down the lane. CJ's observing, he's looking at it. He might take the transition three, you know what I'm saying? He might, like, come and, you know, come and set up the offense. Like, it's different. You know, they you know they talk about guys that they ain't playing with in the training camp. Somebody, somebody just had a handshake in a couple nights. So, so, um, um, that, 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 that definitely matters in the I don't want to, and Jay, Jay, you mentioned that, but it definitely matters. Playing against two of the best coaches in basketball, basketball. somebody, somebody brought to mind, because I need to know they had, they had a top, 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 top coach, coach in the list of all time, Spolcher, 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 Crack, Crack, the top 15, I know that, I know that. But, but, I mean, if you start, you start to think about it, it's well deserved, it's tough, it's tough, man, so, um, but, but, I think that they will figure it out, now, real, um, Man, let's let's. I mean, is there is there anything glaring that you want to speak about in regards to the game? Anything that stuck out to you um, that made it bothers you, or maybe it makes you it, it brings optimism? Go ahead. Damn, as soon as I'm about to get up here, it started breaking up. Oh, you in the car, huh? Yeah. Can you hear me though? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I just I'm looking at the standings, and you know, we've we've lost two straight. Portland is one two straight. Our guy Josh Hart went out there and got 23 points tonight. Um. And now we are out of the 10th seed, just like that. Like we blinked and, and it's gone. Um. And now we are half a game behind them and half a game ahead of San Antonio. But um. Yeah. Like y'all said, we can't go out there playing like that against a Greg Popovich team or a Spolster team. But um. You know, it, it is kind of like a a weird adjustment period and I think they will figure it out but the thing is like how much time do we have to figure it out because things are kind of you know we get into the all-star break and if we don't finish it out if we don't figure it out soon after the all-star break it's pretty much over for us as far as like the playing goes um but I I think there's just like you know a chemistry issue which you can't really blame them for that because we just lost like two rotational players and we added a great player but still somebody else is gonna have to step up um, and I know that Devonte, you know, y'all was on the party the other night, and I was like, no, let's chill. But after tonight, I was like, nah, I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all. Oh, talk y'all shit. oh, oh, oh! It only took it only took <laughs> yeah. one game, real. It only Bro, took one it game did. for you to change. And it's, I, I just like, I feel like after that first game, I wasn't ready to say anything yet. I was like, yeah, nah, he had a bad game, but like. He clearly, like you said, like mentally, some something's going on with him, and he's like struggling. And I don't know if it's a confidence thing or what, but I was like, you know what, tonight I'm gonna let y'all say what y'all want to say, and I'm not gonna defend him because what the hell is going on? And that that play that y'all were talking about with how he missed the three pointer and then got his own rebound, but then airballed the fucking like from inside the free throw line. Like I don't understand. He just gotta get out of his own head. But I feel like. None of us want to see that ball go in more than he wants to see it go in, and I think he'll figure it out. But you know, we just we don't have a lot of time to play around. 
and look, and look, and, and Ryan, Ryan, you were at the game. Uh, shout out to you. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna pull you up here because I asked you to come up here. Um, I mean, look, I, I don't know, like, how all of this, how much this change will affect if the team makes the plan, if they don't make the plan, if they're close or not. I still think that they, that, that they will eventually figure it out and make it. But some certain additions that other teams made were just easier. Um, were easier transitions. You know, Sabonis and Fox fit like a, you know, like they fit perfectly. It's just simple, you know, point guard and center rotation. Now, now how that's going to affect them long-term, we don't know. How that's going to affect their depth, we don't know. I mean, they got some other guys to fit in as well. But, um, like, you know, again, I mean, we're talking about some of the changes are beyond just Devontae, right? Because you look at Gary Clark being out there. You look at, you know, while Trey Murphy's on the bench, now you look at Trey, Trey offers you athleticism. He's not going to offer you the IQ of some of these other guys. He's not going to offer you, you know, the smarts and the experience that Garrett Temple can or what, or just, you know, knowing where to be, knowing to make the right play that Gary Clark can. But at some point, you have to bring that, you have to bring that guy out there. You have to bring Trey Murphy out there. And I think we'll get to that point. I, it's hard for me to look at Garrett Temple right now, not, not knocking down shots, and not being, uh, not consistently being able to defend wings, and Tony Snell is sitting right over there on the bench, and that's all he's done a good majority of his career, you know. So, but we got to believe the coaching staff sees that as well, and you know, some changes will be made. But I, again, I ain't looking to freak out. I, I'm, I think that, that all these guys are going to figure it out. We haven't even seen the same Brandon Ingram. He, he's going through a transition of himself. Um, that we'll we'll get to a point where this looks a lot better. Ryan, what's up, man? Uh, I know you were at the game. What'd you see? What'd you think? How was the experience? Go ahead. Yeah, Chris, uh, thank you for uh, for those tickets. Uh, the game, honestly, I, I thought the atmosphere was uh, pretty good for a Saturday. Even in the fourth quarter, you know, we go in down, what, like 16 or something? And the seats were still full in the lower bowl, so I thought that was encouraging. I agree with, uh, you know, kind of what everybody's been saying about there's just an adjustment period. I think it was really evident early in the game with CJ was making some – CJ had some bad passes, I'm not going to lie, but he had some really good passes, and it was just like Jonas or uh, even Jack sometimes just, just wasn't ready for it. So I think stuff like that will get ironed out, and I think you know his assist numbers will go up too, which will help the, the rest of the team settle in. Um, but, you know, I'm just – I'm kind of sitting here, and I'm just thinking, you know, with the whole Devontae thing is on everybody's mind, and I'm just kind of like, you know – why isn't Jose starting? I mean, I know that Devontae can shoot, but Jose's been a pretty consistent shooter, and he's a better facilitator for guys like CJ and B.I. who can shoot. And, I mean, it's just – it's kind of food for thought. Even, you know, we're talking moving jacks at the four, or, you know, point CJ, which I love point CJ tonight. But I'm just kind of thinking, you know, Jose, he gives you that spark, but he's also just straight up got game with – uh, with facilitating and even with scoring. So, I mean, I think he could even be a viable point guard going forward, especially as much as I hate to say it, more than Devontae at this point because Devontae is a one-trick pony, like we said. He can shoot, and that's it, and he's a streaky shooter at best. So, I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at, man. You know what, Ryan? And I think I think a lot of, you know, a lot of us, that that's the that's like um, what I want to call that. That's That's easy. To like, I guess, yeah, there, there you go, low hanging fruit. But here's why: the reality of that situation is that it's like, it's like, let's say, let's say you at your job, man, and you've been, you know, you, let's say you were like a, you know, a decent, a decent thought out or sought after 
acquisition, okay? And, and your your company pays you a decent amount of money. You start off well. You were part of this whole process, and you you, you know what I mean. Um, but but at the end of the day, there's an investment in you, a decent a decent investment in you. And then this and then this kid that nobody heard, that n- nobody knew about, really comes in and is playing pretty well. But he's he super cheap. You know what I'm saying? Like you. You're struggling, he's playing well, but it's still a small sample size of sorts, right? Like it would I, it I would feel, I feel that. Yeah, sure. I mean it makes it it makes like like you make a change like that, it tells a story. It it rings across the whole, you know, the whole team. Because then at that point, how can you still play Gary Temple when you know what I mean? If Trey Murphy's having a few games, you know, a few good like it just it's it's odd. Politics and loyalty and the way that Willie works with his guys and, and the way I mean I I don't expect him to, you know, to replace Devontae Graham with Jose Alvarado. To be honest, I I just don't. Even 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 if it feels like if if the fan in me wants to see it, he's gonna ride with DG to, for him to figure it out. He may lower his minutes, and maybe he does make a switch. But I think the the switch you probably see before that is Jackson coming in at the four before you see, um, you know, him take out one small guard and put in another. I just. I just can't see that for you know a lot of reasons, but I mean I'm with you. I mean I think a lot of fans feel that way. Everybody yeah. loves Jose, right? Yeah, and I and I agree with you. And and I got to be honest, you know I, I'm I'm definitely you know really pissed at Devontae right now, and he hasn't been playing good. But with a, a coach like Willie and a coach like you know Fred Vinson, I mean I I think that's a good group to get him back on track to where he can be the three point shooter that we need. You know, the mechanics the mechanics are definitely off right now. You can you can see. When you when you see his jump shots, the balance is off. The um, you know, you, you know, it's it's all in his legs. He shoot and a, a lot of a lot of jump shooters they shoot from his legs. Now, I mean, what was way more up and down, way more straightforward. It's to the left, to the right. Sometimes he just, I mean, he he, he probably needs an all star break more than you know a lot of those guys on that team. He he needs it mentally. He probably needs it physically right now. He needs a break. Uh, Chad, I, I see your hand up. Go ahead. Yo, I, I think honestly. I think everybody's being super short-sighted and reactionary, yo. And the reason I say that is because I'm, you know, I'm all about context, yo. Like, if we know Willie struggled with rotation since the very beginning of the season, right? That's a stretch. Wait, no, the reason I say that is because at a certain point, there was no reason you couldn't really justify playing Sadoransky and Temple at a certain point. In the season, we were like, yeah, it's really no justification for it at this point, right? We just played against two of the best coaches in the league. Two teams that, look, I, I know we bias, you know, but the heat is obvious, but the Spurs are a better team than us. Like, not on paper, but I'm talking about in, in practice, like, they've been a better team all season. You know what I'm saying? And honestly... I don't think anyone played well tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really don't. Like, the most consistent player I've seen, and this going to sound weird as fuck, has been Gary Clark. <laughs> like, has been Gary Clark as far as rebounding, just playing his role. Not playing well, but playing his role. You know what I'm saying? Everyone else has kind of been, you know, this was going to be an issue no matter what. I don't think people really remember it when we got boogie. I think I think we just got a, a lesson in humility 
Because when you install a motherfucker who's going to be this large of a part into your offense and defense, it's going to take a lot of time. Like, like you just mentioned the B.I. stat. I didn't even notice that B.I. wasn't, like, really getting assists like that. I didn't even notice that until you said that. Like, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take some time. Not to mention, y'all already know how I feel about 21st century athleticism, right? The reason the team was winning is because B.I. was playing out of his mind, running a one, right? You had, you had some 21st century athleticism on the floor. You had Trey playing. You had Jackson playing, right? Now, and you had Hart playing. Now, you got even less athletic on the floor added in CJ. You threw, a, like, you threw a rock in the chemistry like thing and just fucked all that up. Now you got Jackson playing a different role, which he needs to step up and adjust to if it's going to be, you know, continuous. You got DG playing in a different role that he needs to step up and do what he needs to do. I just think everybody's being a little reactionary. Like, you know what I'm saying? But you know what though, Chaz? This this is what this is what these kind of these kind of forms and outlets are for. It's gonna, you know, you're gonna have both sides of the, you know, of the equation. You need, I think you need you need the reactionary and you need the patient side. It's what makes this shit work. You know what I'm saying? So I get um I appreciate the fact that you are being as patient as you are and i'm actually i'm actually on like on your side of things i listen I, before this shit started i had a meal i've been drinking i've been chilling i had a uh well i ain't gonna tell you what else i did but but the point is that like i'm i'm relaxed about the situation i think that one way one way or another you know what i'm saying like like this is all going to going to manifest it's going to work itself out and i definitely agree about working CJ into your offense or working him into your system. It's a it's a large part. He's a guy who's who's gonna do a lot with the basketball and it puts other guys in different situations. Like even Herb. There are periods in time where Herb looks uncomfortable. But that's okay. Like it's it, it's supposed to look like that. You just you look at a Spurs team, people look at them on the schedule and say the second night of a back to back, you control what you can control. The problem is is that when you see them in periods getting outworked by a team that is tired or should be tired those are the things that it's hard for you necessarily to be like okay what the hell is that about but and that's sure, where that's where the athleticism comes into play <laughs> the youth and athleticism <laughs> you Seriously. just named gary clark you just said no, how good gary clark was no, but, he, no, but he rebounded well against miami who i don't think have like superb athleticism i don't think i think our bigs did fairly decent against Miami, but tonight when you got a, a lot of young, like they were blowing past our guards. Ooh, boy, Bl- Josh, B- Josh Primo, past. dog. Josh Primo is night dog. Y'all, Yo. do me a favor, go pull up a picture if you in here. Go pull up, go pull up a picture in jo- of Josh Primo and tell me he, he he's twenty or nineteen years old. Yo, but they were getting ass beat by a fifteen year old. But I'm Herb, with you. Everybody. But that's why I was saying, I'm like, yo, at a certain, you just got to realize you just got a lot less athletic in your backcourt. And so you're going to have to start, like, the offense is going to be your saving grace. Defense ain't going to be it this, like, until down the line. Ch- Chaz, I'm just going to argue this point just because I, I get it. The athleticism is a big part. But there, it isn't going to get more wide open than these shots are going to get. Like, we've, before CJ got here, we were missing threes. Like, we're still missing threes. Like, that is a big issue, bro. Like, if we made even just a third of them, we we probably won this game. No, like, that's 
That's fair, but here's what I'm saying. This is all I'm saying. That's absolutely fair. It's in the I'm arguing the context of the game. Like CJ, CJ had 36, right? Yeah. CJ had 36. Yeah. I felt like I watched CJ, like visually watched him give up like 25 points. Because oh, his not, turnovers went straight two fucking points. Like niggas blowing right past him like he wasn't there. Just so look, like, so hold on. So hold on, guys. Because I gotta I gotta move for I gotta move some other some other people in here. Um I think that I mean at the end of the day, bro, we're all talking about the same shit. We all we all want we all want the same shit to happen at the end of the day. Some some of y'all are just funnier than others, right? I mean you have to if defense isn't going to be your thing and you are not gonna be able to defend and you lost something by um, you know, and, and, and look like San Antonio ate and they knew what they wanted to eat. The whole fucking night, they were eating. They were eating those elbow corner threes, or they was, or they were eating either blowing, blowing straight to the, blowing straight to the cup, or right by the free throw line, the mid range jumpers. They knew where they wanted to eat, and more teams will have to do that. So how do you, how do you, how do you fight that? You overwhelm them on the other side of the basketball, and they're gonna have to find the find the lineups that are gonna fit to be able to do those things. Brian, what's up, baby? What's good, fam? Are you are you back from vacation, my brother? How you feeling? Happy I'm birthday, good, my man. Dog. Feeling recharged and ready to cause hell, man. That's all. You know how I do. <laughs> Pull up, man. Go ahead. That's what's up, man. Well, first of all, once again, bro, always appreciate the space, man, and the time out, man, that you give us to, you know, kind of vent. But what I want to kind of point out is something you were just alluding to, man. Like, we all talking about DG not hitting shots and everything going on offensively. Did anybody not pay attention to the San Antonio Spurs the last, I don't know, 35 years? How the hell do you not play defense against that team? We all knew what the problem was tonight. The Pelicans played piss poor defensively, no matter how bad they were at missing shots. How the hell do you not take pride in getting stops? Because San Antonio did whatever the hell they wanted to offensively. The Pels had to work for every shot. San Antonio basically sat there with their feet up on the front lawn like it was their damn house. I'm sorry, there's a problem with that. You can tell me about all the missed shots you want to, but until you decide to take pride, grab your nuts, and say this other man in front of me ain't scoring on me, it doesn't matter what else takes place. You can miss 50 fucking shots. It's not going to matter. I ain't gonna, you're going to have to miss 51 because I ain't going to let you beat me tonight. OG, they were walking up. They were walking up the floor and getting to their spots repeatedly. Repeatedly. Antonio Daniels kept talking about it. They got whatever the hell they wanted. The backdoor cuts was especially ridiculous because I'm like, okay, you don't see this little dude just going to the hole like eating with nobody behind him. The Pelicans were all up above the box, and this dude just runs right behind them on the baseline, alley oop. And it's not like they did it one time. They were like, oh, y'all sleep. Y'all not going to stop me. Let me do it again. And that's how the second chance points kick their ass. And whenever the Pels start panicking, what do they do? Turn it over. So now you have second chance points because you're not rebounding. And, of course, you're getting points off a turnover because the Pels are panicking. I don't give a damn what else goes down. I don't care how many shots you miss. If you refuse to play defense consistently, I don't give a damn how good you are offensively. This ain't the, the back in the days when it was seven seconds or less or Donnie Nelson out there trying to, you know, just go up the ball and score 130 points and dare you to try to stop him if you can keep up offensively. Nah, this is a whole new ball game. You got to lock down, grab your nuts and play defense. If you don't want to, find somebody else that will. It's not that hard. I... I, I... And look, um, you know, and James, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass to you here shortly. I wanna, uh, I wanna hear this from you because look, what I saw tonight, it, it put a lot of pressure. These new lineups, some of these changes, it puts a lot of pressure on her. 
it puts a lot of pressure on Herb to kind of do everything defensively, right? Uh, you know, you know, he's guarding. There's periods of time where he's guarding Dejounte Murray, which you know, you know, I love Herb and his ability to guard everything and everybody. Dejounte just in a different bag right now. That's a guard going against a forward, right? I, I, I mean, as good as Herb is, that's a that's a tough matchup with what Dejounte is. You know, the place that he's in right now, the space that he's in offensively. That's an all star now, right? So, um. You know, I think that they're going to have to once again find ways, and whether that's a mix of athleticism, like Taz always talks about, bringing them, you know, bringing in Chaz, or you bringing in experienced guys that have some some semblance of athleticism left. Tony Snell, whether that's the buyout market, we know we know what has what, what a Jose Alvarado can do, but they're definitely going to have to make some changes because teams are going to try to. Uh, and look, San Antonio is a weird mix. They're a, like their record says they're bad, but they're weird, bro. They got so many young dudes that can bounce and get it off the dribble. It, it, it's like you may not think about it, but dog, Keldon Johnson can hoop, right? Dejounte Murray can hoop. Uh, uh, Devin 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 Vassell can hoop. Uh, I mean, they they have a list. They have a list of guys. Trey Jones can hoop. They got a lot of dudes that can that can create offense by themselves. And then if that's not enough, you got Doug McDermott constantly running running all around the floor looking for jump shots. You can't leave him. Lonnie Walker can score off the dribble. It's just it's a it's not as easy of a matchup as we like to if we like to make it. But at the end of the day, the Pelicans needed to defend and they didn't. James, what's up? What's, what's good? I, I was gonna say um, <laughs> I heard two people not, not the two people I heard earlier today. Someone like Chastise and Willis saying he got out coast the last two games and it's been horrendous. I'm like, he just faced two top fifteen coaches, duh. Like they go out coast ninety percent of the league. So it, it is what it is. You know, I think one thing is too is to Brian's point, the issue was mostly defense tonight than it was offense because I was listening on the way home, uh, and every time we scored, they scored. And we got to ten. And he's like, we just need a couple of stops to get back in the game. And they just kept, no matter what, it just sounded like they would go down there. You could hear uh, Ty, uh, I can't say that man's last name for nothing, but you could hear him <laughs> kind of like depressed. You could kind of hear him depressed in a way like, and he did it again. Like, that was just like, golly. And I think one of the things that kind of sucked, though, is that a lot of people, a lot of the media people that were chastising us about giving up Josh Hart, you know, one of the things was because of his his ability to play defense, and I think Larry Nance getting being hurt and also being extended now with his injury hurts a lot more now because you kind of hope that he at some point he was going to play within the next couple of weeks or so where he kind of takes up that defense that we lost with uh, Josh Hart, and now with Tony Snell, it's like as much as we kind of it's, it's kind of sad we kind of rely on him to do this because. Tony Stale is a big joke as far as like him putting up zero zero zero. <laughs> like he had what was like thirty minutes and like no no stats at all. But again, he is a lone defender. We're kind of hoping that he comes in and solidify that. And again, I kept watching. It's just like you know, Chad kept saying the Spurs is not a- athletic. That's not that's not true. Like this Spurs team is a lot more athletic than the Spurs teams are old, bro. Like Dejounte Murray is very athletic. Like, uh, Keldon Johnson is very. Uh, I, I said we're not athletic. I said they're young and athletic. Well, that too. Okay, so we we are not as athletic as a lot of these other teams. But 
it's to me it's not even necessarily about athletic because we see a lot of dudes that's not necessarily athletic that's just getting dudes way. Like my biggest issue with our team is I'm we don't smother people. Like for, forget forget athleticism. It seems like we give everybody space, right? Like every like and it's like James. Oh, you like, know when they don't. You know when they but, don't. Yeah. You know when they don't, James. What? When Jose and Nazir are in the game, that's every true. time, every time they're in the that's game, true. it's a full court press. Like yeah. every time. Other than that, yeah. I'm with you. Go ahead, though. And, and that's and that's that's my big because when like you said, uh, Brian early talking like, well, when Bi had the ball, you know, they all up in him. When CJ had the ball, he had to, he had to work to get his points. And I'm just like, you'll sit there and you'll see like, uh, is it Delaney Walker that he was sitting there and like he dribbled it. <laughs> Like, did you say? Did you say Delani Walker or did you say Lonnie what? Walker? I said Delani. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> That's the, the, the Delani, Delani Walker, the tight end man that kicked out. Don't worry. He li- okay. listen. He, he kicked our ass before as well too. But don't okay. worry about all, it. All the all these people named people named all, the same thing any anybody with Lonnie and Walker in is they 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 right. got the best of us in different but, sports. But, Go ahead. But like he like he pulled up and it's just like I. You'll see, like, there's like three feet between him and the next and the person that's guarding him. And I'm like, why ain't you on him? Like, I want, I want him to look. He should know what you ate for dinner today. Like, dang, boy, your breath thing. Like, what are you doing? Like, get up on him. And like you said, the only people that do it is uh, Jose, Herb, you know, and um, um, uh, Najee. And I'm just sitting them like, dog, like, sometimes just. Like if, I can understand that if we had like ten fouls because we were doing that, but at this point, if you gonna get twenty fouls and you playing like that, you might well get up on him. Like this, I'm gonna give you a reason to call a foul. Like I'm gonna give you a reason because they're already finna call him. Just, just get up in him. Like make it hard on him. And it's just frustrating to watch that point because it seems like they'll just the dude every time we play somebody, they just pull up and shoot a shot in front of him. And it's like this, this the NBA dog. Like all you need is is a is an inch. That's it. That's all you need. And so when we don't play like that, it, obviously these dudes gonna sit there and kill us every time. You know, I'm 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 not tripping too much on it right now, but it's one of them things where it's like you you gotta figure out something because like um, Rail said today, we we lost and now we're back at eleven. San Antonio is now a game behind us. And it's kind of sucked because, and I was, I'm guilty of this too. I was looking ahead of us as the Lakers and the Clippers, like, oh, they falling back to us, and not realizing we got two dogs hunting us back. And then don't forget, Sacramento traded for Sabonis. They ain't trading for them for no reason. Like they traded for him to make sure that uh that they try to get that ten spot too, because well, they see the play like and, everybody else. And look, and it doesn't it doesn't get any easier. I mean, upcoming schedule wise, right? I mean, you playing you playing for the most part a bunch of teams that. Even if they make some changes, they don't have a bunch to adjust. So you got, you know, you got Toronto. Like you in you in your homestand with Toronto, Memphis, and Dallas. And then you got and then you gotta go to Phoenix and LA. And Memphis and Memphis blowing everybody out now. Like they yeah. like it's, so it's, like I, I I know we always get Memphis, but I ain't confident at all against in that game. I ain't gonna play with you. Like I feel they gonna Put that's all in our face. Like I'm just, I'm just ready. That's that's a bit, that's a bit extreme. That's a bit extreme. But I, yo, yo, Keith, what up, man? You was at the game, man. Anything, anything you want to react to? Uh, <laughs> now, <laughs> now, look, bro. I feel like first I need to say, uh, long time listener, first time speaker. So you guys 
keep it up. This is what we need to keep the Pels live because we ain't getting no national coverage and the people that, that are covering sports don't even understand what we're doing down there. Uh, number two, you see any effects of not having Josh Hart. The defense played really soft today. Um, everybody's saying it didn't seem like we had hard in some of our defensive effort. Uh, but, you know, I will say this. I don't know. Devontae is hurting us, bro. Devontae Graham is he's, he's starting to look like he might be a problem. He's already, you know, somewhat of a liability on defense. And then when you're not hitting your shot, you know, I, I don't know if you should be in the game. But the game was live. It was packed. I mean, it was packed for COVID, right? And for a team that's with our record, it was it was it was nice. Um, I didn't see a lot of fan interaction with the, with the game, which I was used to from past years. Um, you know, it was only one T-shirt throw out. You know, and they ain't do too much from. Uh, they didn't have dances anymore. Oh, they they got dudes dancing and all of that, which was a little bit different. Uh, but other than that, I don't want to go too far. I just want to say, uh, you guys keep it up. I think this keeps the Pels live. I think this keeps the fan base motivated and paying attention. So keep it up, Chris. Keith, man, I definitely, I definitely appreciate it, man. Keep, keep pulling up to the games, man, and let's, you know, let's support them however we can, brother. Um, Ky, what's happening, dog? Hey, what's up, y'all? So, you know, I rarely get a chance to make the game, so I made the game on today. So, all right. Y'all remember in the second quarter, it was 37-36. And, and Ingram, he he went to the right baseline. He got triple team. And he threw a pass across court to Temple in the corner. And I looked my and I hit my son and I told him, he about to miss this street. And my son was like, he ain't he gonna make it that. Temple shot that ball, he missed it. And it was at that point. The score was 37-36. They was up by one point. When he missed that three, that's when I knew we about to lose this fucking game. Look, man, if you're a professional basketball player, you got to hit open shot. Just go for Temple. Just go for Graham. Just go for Najee, anyone. You got to hit the open shot. They're wide open. You got to. That's your fucking job. And they just missed him, and they talking. To, and someone said about Ingram didn't have a lot of assist this game. No, they missed a lot of like Ingram made some good passes this game, and they just wasn't hitting them. And I was watching this shit. I'm like, what the fuck? And then like Chad said about that athleticism on defense. Man, you don't need athleticism to play no fucking defense because PJ Tucker ain't no goddamn athlete, and he can play defense. They don't want to play defense. They don't know how to get up on a motherfucker. Besides her, Ingram will do it, but that's he taxing because you gotta have him on offense. But once you got rid of Josh, that shit is gone. And them boys like CJ, that that's never been CJ game. That's not Graham game. They don't get up on dudes. They don't that athleticism shit don't matter. They they don't play fucking defense. And the problem is with that. Somebody say you start Jose. No, you can't start Jose. Reason why we can't start Jose, because we need a fucking backup point guard. And that's Jose. And when you start Jose, you taking that away from what the fuck we need. We can't start Jose. What we got to do is we got to either start Trey, maybe Najee. I don't I don't know whoever, but you cannot start Jose. And another thing, fucking. All right, Jackson. Look, man. I think me and Chris was the only people that were still on the island of Trey Jackson. 
And the reason why you should have traded Jack is because there are too many fucking qualifiers that you need from him in order to get what you need from him. If that, like, you, he, like, he, he got to be starting with a fight. He got to be out there with another big so he can cut. Dog, he was out there matched up on Keldon Johnson. He had advantages. In the, and I'm like, come on. All right, Jackson, get down. It was like a second or third quarter. He had Keldon Johnson on him. And I'm like, all right, Jax, bro, I need you to get down there and do something. Get you, you have the advantage. Go do something. He can't, he can't get you shit, bro. Like it's too much shit that I that I gotta have in order for me to worry to like count on you to get rebounds. Just rebound it. Like it's too much shit. And he should have sold high when they had the chance. And now you reverting back to this shit. So what's the fuck gonna happen? Like, let's say, God forbid, like, God forbid. Jonas has to miss a game. What the fuck are we gonna get from Jax? What the what, 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 like? What the fuck are we getting from him? It's too much shit that you gotta rely. On. Like I, I don't like that shit. And also one more thing, this whole this team gonna look different when Zion come back. Eh, yeah, look, man, use this shit what you're seeing right now to evaluate who the dudes are because they're showing you exactly who they are. And Zion ain't gonna fix this shit. Zion ain't gonna make them play better, bro. Like somebody, Zion ain't going to hit, may make them open shots going. None of that shit, dog. It's we. It's not problems. What, what, we got problems. But it's just, dog, they really, really miss Hart. Hart wasn't athletic, but at least he fucking gave a fuck on defense, bro. He rebounded at least. Dog, we don't, our rebounding is, like, not, it took, it like, when Josh left, that shit took a dip. It, it took a fucking dip, and it's just. It, it's Yo, just a lot. It's been two fucking games. <laughs> what is niggas talking about? Have you, watched us, rebound? Have you watched us rebound? <laughs> yes. Okay. Hey, hey, shit, right, hold up, hold up. Kyle, Kyle. Hey, check, check, check this out. Check this out. What, what, the what? reason we lost to the Spurs last time is because they out rebounded us and we had heart. These dudes is better than us. Sometimes niggas just better. Oh. Okay then. Shout out. So hey, 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 hey. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out to Sports Drink allowing us to say to say nigga in here. Uh, keep going, man. My bad. Yo. All right. Yo, hey, Chad was just so athletic. You know, damn athleticism. My fuckers just don't know how to play basketball sometimes. We got a bunch of dudes that, and also the Temple. Man, Temple, say, bro. They, they got to stop playing Temple, man. They didn't got. I like, 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 I can't say nothing bad about his daddy because his daddy. Like, I don't like saying nothing bad about Temple because who his daddy is, you know. And his, his daddy had to go to that LSU and put up with all that shit. So you know, I feel bad. Yeah, yeah, I know, but you know, I feel bad. I mean, I do have to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he got it bad. I just feel bad. But though, like, you can't. You need shooting, so you gonna play Temple? Like, what the fuck are we doing here, dude? Like, what? Like, just play Trey. I mean, maybe it'll go in, maybe it won't. I don't know. Fuck. We was just, undefeated for four games when Trey played over Temple. It, it, fuck. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Like, there's no, though, there's no reason to keep throwing Temple out. Every time I see Temple, I just like, what the fuck is, like, why, dog? Like, I, I just. Right. So, look. So look, I'll, so look, nah, nah, it's okay, it's okay. So look, I, I want y'all to know because look, we've been in a much in a lot of worse situations in these rooms than this, and I want y'all to know that even if you don't feel it right now, 
This is this is good therapy, okay? Now, now, I mean, no, wait, wait, wait. We got, can't catch me one thing. Catch me go one thing. ahead, go ahead. I don't think the season is over or anything like that. But it's just shit that's like, dog, y'all can't hit open fucking shots. These are wide open shots. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like last year, we kept bitching about, man, if all we can get, you know, people create open trees and they can hit open trees. And they're like, we thought we had some this year. And now we still can't hit open fucking trees. God damn it, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> all right. So look, so look. <laughs> So look, I'm about to I'm about to get Schmidt up here because he's gonna he's gonna spin this shit in a positive way. It's, it's what he always does. But I want you guys to know, I want you guys to understand this. And it's gonna it's gonna suck when I'm what I'm about to say. But unfortunately, okay, now we got a lot of games left to watch. We got an all-star breaking coming and all that shit. But you gotta look at this CJ situation beyond, and Chad Chaz mentioned it, beyond just now, beyond the roster this here today. You got to look down the line. No, no, Kai. Zion can't, he can't make people hit open shots. He doesn't change and fix everything, right? And no, it's not putting everything on him. But that addition at some point, and whatever, whatever, whatever roster decisions that they make down the line around this trio, you know what I'm saying, of sorts, like you got to, you got to imagine having Zion, like instead of, Instead of Devontae Graham, who's struggling right now, or you know another guy in the starting lineup shooting, shooting, shooting some of these shots, like Zion's gonna be driving and passing the ball to Brandon Ingram. He's gonna be driving, passing the ball to CJ McCollum. The guys you want shooting the ball are gonna have an opportunity to do so, and it's gonna be a very overwhelming offense to stop. I do, I do agree with that. Defensively, we got, we got a lot to go with that because you know I don't know. Like in the beginning, in the beginning of the year, you had, you had some. You didn't. You had some type of adjustments to end up making, and some of that is like, bro, like even though all like like defense is about athleticism, but but fuck that, man. It's about effort. It's about and it's about knowing. It's about knowing where you're at, trusting the person next to you. It's about trust and effort. At the end of the day, these guys are trying, but they don't have the trust because they don't know a hundred percent. They ain't been in some of these lineups. They ain't been around some of these guys. That sucks. It is what it is. It's gonna take some time. Schmidt, come in here and say some positive shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Lord, man, calm, why, why, calm, why do you got to put calm, me on? Calm, and why do I got to be the positive guy? Calm, calm everybody down. Or, That's too or, much pressure. Or don't, don't, don't. Bring the pitchforks up. Because we, because we, you know, listen, we good with that too. We made to be crazy. So go ahead. Yeah, we feed off negative energy, right? Um, I got the pitchforks out just for the rotations, man. I mean, everyone's already talked about tempo and all that. But I think what's going on is that um, you know, they've tried the little thing with Devontae and, and CJ, and I expected them to try the little thing with Devontae and CJ because, you know, I think coaches are don't want to, like, change up too many things. And you kind of – you have to give it a look to see, like, okay, you got your two best shooters out there, quote-unquote, and they're both guards. Um, you know, let's see if we can open it up for, for JV and, and BI and, and Herb. And I get that line of thinking. But what you're doing right now uh, with these guys uh, – with with that small of a backcourt uh, is you're making the game 10 times harder on JV. Um, am I about to get kicked off? Am I still online? Can y'all still hear me? Can I get some positive affirmation? We can hear you. We can hear you. You probably got a couple minutes left, you, but you hear. And he's gone. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Them goddamn androids, man. Listen, hey, 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 <laughs> hey, look, 
Hey, hey, everybody that's in here. I got an Android. If you if you ain't got <laughs> the right, energy, if, dog. listen, dog. If you ain't got the right Android, bring your computer up here. Cause listen, you if you if you like Schmidt and and listen, Schmidt got a well for a well functioning phone. We talk all the time. For whatever reason, he get his ass in here, and them 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 robots don't be working for him the way that they should. Um, <laughs> uh, buddy, buddy, what's happening, man? Get up here before we get Schmidt back in here. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I was at, I was at the game. It's probably my first game in a couple of years. Last time I went, they played the Heat, and this was the game Zion was in. And I will say probably one positive thing: this is why we got CJ McCollum. I watched that dude score at will, but I honestly did not expect him to be this to out hustle almost everyone. I mean, I'm I watched that dude fight for a rebound, get die for the ground for a ball, and keep the possession alive. I love that from McCollum, and if he keeps bringing that, I'm gonna be a very happy man. No, I mean I, I gotta, and, and listen, buddy, that's important, right? Because you traded. Yeah. Unfortunately, you had to give up two guys that wanted to be here, and one that was a hustle guy, and he had to. It messes up the chemistry that you had. Whether mm-hmm. people see it or not, if you know, as the team sees it, CJ uplifts like he raises your floor because that talent, bro. That he brings to you offensively, that shot creation yeah. ability, that want to, that leadership—you can't recreate that shit. It's just, it's, oh, just, yeah. it's, the, yeah. it's either there or it's not. Yeah, I mean, how many times we watched Pelicans game prior to the trade down deadline? They were like, "Man, we just need one more score. We just need someone who can pour twenty points, someone that can help Ingram, someone that can help Valchunas, because we're just X amount of points away." Well, we got it now. I mean, yeah, it's going to be a bit disruptive. It's going to be a bit, you know. Invasive. It might it might take post all all star break to finally get everything on together, but right now we just gotta uh gotta deal with the bumps right now. I mean, yeah, Devontae Grant needs to be on the bench, but I only say he needs to be on the bench so we can have an off a bench score immediately. Someone that can pour maybe ten to twelve points as a sixth or even seventh man. But right now we just don't have anyone to replace him. I'm putting Jackson at the starter because he's starting to fall apart. Jose, I love him. He's hilarious, but not yet. I wouldn't put him at the star yet. I mean, there's just we just need you can't just say put Graham on the bench and then just keep fighting to see who's going to be the star. That, that's that's even worse than just leaving Graham in the starter in the starting lineup, in my opinion. And buddy, that's that's why you need the data of some of the things they're trying to do. I don't think it was a coincidence that that Willie would he went with a lot of lineups tonight that had Jackson. Yeah. You know, at the four, right? I mean, he's trying. Like, I mean, these guys, these guys aren't aren't idiots, man. They're you know they're they're trying things to try to figure out what might work, what yeah. what might not work, who works with who, who likes who, plays well with who. Brian, I see your hand. Balmy Blaze, I see your hand. I gotta get Shamit back up before it breaks, before his shit goes completely ghost again. Shamit, before your shit dies, tell me what rotation changes you would make right away. I think you have to take a leap of faith. I think you got to put either Gary Clark or Trey Murphy, who is my choice, or or Najee Marshall in that starting spot because you need a guy uh, with some size to throw on some of these uh, perimeter players. Uh, you don't want to you don't want to use Bi and CJ to do that, and that's kind of what worked with with Josh Hart out there. Um, you know, I think at least with Gary, he he might give you a little bit more threes than than uh, Garrett Temple. Because uh, you definitely cannot play him, and <laughs> so, so you know, if the trust isn't there for Trey, then you you know put Gary Clark there, uh, put Narji out there, and, and you live with the results. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you start Jackson next to next to Jonas? Tell me that. 
I mean, you could. I, I don't mind the Jackson starting. I just think that what they probably see is they need someone who can handle the ball a little more, at least like attack closeouts in, in that kind of way. And um, and when you put Jackson out there, uh, you're still putting a lot of like you're putting a lot of pressure on Bi um, and CJ to kind of guard the best perimeter players if, if Herb um, is on is on one of them. And so I rather just kind of like. Free up their um, free up their responsibilities to focus on the offensive end. Just put more another perimeter guy out there and um, and let it rock. But you know, I'm not going to complain if it's Jackson because that still means Demonte's going to the bench. I don't think you can start Jose. <laughs> um, I, I just you know you look at these guys. They're 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 scrappy. They fight hard, and and that's the exact kind of role you need for them on the bench. Uh, when they're out there trying to guard DeJounte Murray for 36 minutes a game uh, and then they're being defended by the DeJounte Murrays of the world for 36 minutes a game, it's a different story. Um, and so the, one of the reasons he's so successful is because he can come off the bench. He's not on the scouting reports. He can, you know, he can uh, play freely in the, in the way he can play hard for the, the 20 minutes or so he gets a game. Um, completely different game when you got to manage everything for 36, 37 minutes and then play on both ends like that. Not that, you know, I, I don't think Jose is, um, unwilling to do it, you know, he's going to fight every single minute he gets, but I think, you know, just lean into CJ at the point guard, start someone with size out there. You people talking about we're getting out-rebounded. We can out-rebounded when Jackson was on the floor at the four. Um, you know, no matter what lineup they put out there, it's been two games in a row where these more athletic bigs have sort of, uh, they've hurt the Pelicans. Um, I think, and as I was saying before I got cut off, it's it's put Jonas in a really tough situation because now you got two targets on the perimeter that they can pick and roll to death. First, it used to be Devontae. Um, with Josh Hart, they would just kind of like switch the screens and whatnot. And, and Josh Hart can bang in the, in, the, in the post down there. If you, if you get a big switch onto him, you know, you'd be like, all right, he's probably still going to rebound the ball. Can't really post him up. But you can't do that with CJ anymore, even though he's been really good on the glass uh, these last two games. That's great. But, you know, you can't switch that screen. And now Jonas has – got you know two areas that he can get attacked from and then he's going to be all drawn out away from the rim um that hurts your rebounding and i think just you know if you if and then what's going on is like if Devonte gets caught in a screen and, and Jonas gets caught up in an island you know those guys are going to dance on him like like Dejounte murray like had him completely turned around on on several plays Dumb. um and and that's that's you know that's Jonas is going to try but that's not his game they've got to allow um, Jonas to camp in the paint like they did all season, um, like they do with Brooke Lopez, and as much as they can, and, and that I think happens when when you play some bigger folks out there. Um, that way, you know, if you play if you play Jackson, you can still switch one through four, but you know, you play a Gary Clark or Najee or Trey, you're still switching one through four, and and at least you know there's there's size. If Jonas does get pulled out of the paint on that weak side coming in, there's going to be at least like some kind of like rim protection. Cause Gary Clark's not afraid to get up there and get some blocks, right? Trey, we already know he's big. He gets blocks. He can put his hands up. He's almost as tall as Jackson Hayes. Um, but you know, you, you just can't have these situations where they're just going to put you in a high middle pick and roll and either the guard is going to get what he wants. And if the guard doesn't get what he wants, it's a, an easy dump off to the big or easy offensive rebound for the big. Cause Jonas is occupied and, and there's just not, you know, point of attack resistance. It's kind of what what, what the problem was last year with Steven Adams and, uh, and our guards out there. I mean, like, the Bledsoe was supposed to be good at defense. He would die on every single screen, and, and Steven Adams was food. And, and they couldn't do anything. And so you just got to stop, um, you know, stop putting them in those kind of situations where it hurts you. So, I, and, you know, again, that's, that's why, you know, I feel like it's a lot of pressure on her. And eventually, you know, when he gets in foul trouble like Miami, I mean, every like 
the Miami game, it, it just it puts him in a in a tough spot. He needs um they have to they're gonna have to put other other lineups in that, you know, also help and protect him as well, right? Um and currently, you know, they haven't they haven't found a way to necessarily do that. But again, I think that that they will. Bomby Blazer, I'm gonna go to you and then, uh, and then I'm gonna go to Brian who has a hand up and get some of you got other guys up here as well. Um, I really want to like agree with what Schmidt's saying on like the defensive end. I think you do definitely need to go with someone like like a Trey or a Najee in the starting lineup to you, you need that length. Like we we've seen it when Trey does get his full minutes. Like he's got long arms. He can he can shut off some drives in certain points. Um, but the real point that I really wanted to stick to was uh, everyone talking about putting in Jose over uh, over Devontae. Look, I love Jose. And Jose is uh, – he just the energy he brings getting on the court. And I just don't think putting him in the starting lineup is a good idea because I like having him coming off the bench as like this change of pace dude who can, who can probe a defense, get into the lane, whether he's going to take the shot or not gets in there, break down a defense, find somebody else to attack more on on a broken down on, on like I, like I just said, on a broken down defense. Like I'd rather have Jose coming off the bench and just be that change of pace. And that that's really all I wanted to say because I'm trying to go meet my friends out after this parade and after the game. And I'm gonna have a good night. It was fun. I appreciate y'all being being in here and I appreciate y'all letting me talk. Y'all have it. Appreciate it, brother. Uh, Brian, what's happening? What's good, fam? I, I just kind of wanted to ask the question to yourself and to Shemit, if he's still listening, man. Um, do you guys feel like Griff did enough at the trade deadline? Because I don't. I know there was a rumor he was trying to get here there at one time. I still think the Pelicans are missing a hell of a lot of elements that they could have at least tried to rectify during this you know, free agency. I'm sorry, not free agency, but trade deadline and kind of maybe build towards the future. And, and Griff just kind of, you know, did just enough to kind of pacify fans to be like, okay, here, nigga, shut up. But now it's like, okay, well, what happened to the rest of it? Like, where's the where's the substance? CJ is a great player, but he doesn't he doesn't cure all ails with just his addition. I mean, yeah, he's a lead guard and he can shoot outside. Great, they needed those two things, but you can't have both of those in one player. And I don't think the Pels did enough at the trade deadline to kind of like, you know, at least make that that push, you know, into the play in and, and try to make some noise once they get there. I kind of feel like they kind of left a little bit, you know, left left a little meat on the bone. So, um, and submit, I mean, I'll lead it to you. I mean, I, I think like the struggle in that is that number one, I don't, I don't think they had enough, enough left that a combination between of what they were willing to give and what another team would want to be able to bring in the things that they needed. Right. So like they needed another guard, you know what I mean? And, 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 and you know, it was there. They tried. They definitely, they definitely tried. I do know that. I do know that much. They tried. But, you know, what do you have left to send out once you've decided we're going to roll with Jackson, right? Once you – I mean, because that's, that's pretty much it. You know what I mean? Kyra, Kyra's hurt, and it's questionable of, you know, of where you're at, of where you're at with him long term. Like, what, what exactly – if you're not trading Trey, you're not trading Herb, what exactly – what exactly and, – and you decide, okay, we just, we just moved draft picks. We're not moving any other ones. You know, what exactly is really left – for you to move, you know what I'm saying? So I, I'm with you, Brian. I think that they they definitely there was definitely some other spots in this roster, and it's evident, right? Because I'm talking about Tony fucking Snell. No disrespect, but I'm talking about him when I could be talking about Kevin Herter or you know could you know uh Caldwell Pope 
or fucking any goddamn guard. Dante, fucking white Dante is over there in goddamn Sacramento. I'm talking about team building and all this other shit, and I want him to talk about that in New Orleans. Schmidt, what's happening? Yeah, I mean, look, I think I think it takes two to tango, um, and, and kind of the internal decisions from what I was told is that the debate they were having is do we go get a guy or do we just kind of ride it out and figure out, hey, can Jackson keep this up? Can we get something from Trey? Can we get something from Najee? Can these guys step it up? And um, sounds like the biggest obstacle in that right now is, is some of these vets that are getting minutes. Um, but uh, they definitely wanted to see what they had. And I think Larry Nance is also a component that um, is going to help us a lot. And I think they knew coming in that he was he was having uh, going to have surgery. So they definitely have an eye on the future, um, knowing that, hey, if we can use this time, these these uh, few weeks before Nance comes back, maybe if Zion comes back, who knows, to to see if one of our young guys is really going to take a leap, um, then that's going to be the most valuable thing that you can get than than any of these um, these other guards that are out there. Because like if all of a sudden Jackson's turned into his bonafide starter, then that's an extremely valuable piece that you're going to have under team control for a long time. If if Trey's getting minutes, you know, big if, right? Um, and, and all of a sudden, you know, he's putting up 10, 12 points a game in 20 minutes off the bench. That's huge because Trey Murphy being a rotation player is going to have a bigger impact on your floor and your ceiling um, with regards to team building than, than any of these acquisitions that, that they are kind of had on the table um, at the deadline. Because you look at some of these guys that you're naming, um, a lot of teams wanted guys like them, and they were unable to pull those moves off. I mean, the Lakers were offering everything that they basically could to get a guy like White Dante um or or kcp back even something like that i mean i don't think they specifically made an offer for kcp but just that generic like guy with size who can defend multiple positions and hit shots every team wanted that uh utah had to settle for nikhil they were like man well he's not hitting shots but he's got the size so maybe we can figure it out you know um you look at the knicks they didn't make a single move uh after acquiring reddish and apparently they could try to get rid of him too at the same time um, and, and all of these teams that are they're looking for these kind of players that Trey Murphy's supposed to turn into, um, the Pelicans were looking at, hey, can we do we already have this on the roster? Now, that's the front office side. So, you know, when you see these reports come out that, oh, David Griffin is uh, meddling and he's nosy and, you know, he, he wants to dictate rotations and timeouts. If that was the case, Trey Murphy would be playing right now. I'll tell you that. If that was the case, Trey Murphy would be getting minutes. And so, um, you know, they, they have a lot of trust with Willie Green, and, and Willie Green's definitely earned it. Uh, everything – I don't think there's a single person on here that's upset by that hire, and, and the impact that he's already had on this culture is enormous. But, like, you know, he is, he is a first-time head coach, and, and even, like, the best coaches uh, in the league, you know, they have their, their preferences. And right now, you know, his, his preference is to trust some of the more experienced players, and, um, you know, we'll see, we'll see how long that lasts. I I don't know. Um, again, I think the NBA is generally slow to make lineup changes. So, like, I would not be surprised if Devontae's still in the starting lineup for the next, like, two or three games or whatnot because they, they want data, right? They want – like, Devontae went 0 for 4 from, from 3. Um, if he's hitting these shots, is it a different game? I don't know. These are the kind of conversations that they're having internally, right? Um, we can talk about it, and obviously we have a certain preference, but they, they're generally slow to sort of make these changes. And – Honestly, in my opinion, they should be quick about it. They, they, uh, sometimes you have to rip the Band-Aid off. Sometimes you just, you know, you just got to go with it. You got to take a leap of faith. And, and I think Willie Green 
saw the kind of leap of faith that Monty took with Cam Johnson, um, you know, putting Cam in a big, a big role out in, in Phoenix. Um, you look at other, other teams right now who are trusting rookies and he took a, he took a leap of faith with Herb and Herb proved him right. Right. Uh, I think, I just think there's a, another one to be made and, and that's in the form of Trey Murphy. Uh, you, I mean, listen, I, I don't think anybody in here would disagree with you at this point, man. Uh, Billy, what's happening, man? Hey buddy. How you doing? Yeah, so look, mate. I wanted to. You asked a question as you as you kicked off this uh, this this live um, about Jock Landale, and uh, I just wanted to say he's an Aussie, mate. Uh, he's from Australia, so it was no surprise to me that he was he tore us up tonight. Because if you watched him play in the Olympics, which you probably didn't, uh, he's a hard player, man. And if you leave him open, he's going to score. He's got a Billy, cut. that doesn't that doesn't warm my goddamn heart. I don't want to hear positive things about Jock Landale kicking our ass. Uh, I, I just wanted to. I just wanted to. Educate <laughs> I want to talk about our team. Fuck Jock Landale, well, I'll, I'll man. Tell you, with I'll all tell due you. respect. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll just doing an analysis for you, mate. But secondly, I would say um, I appreciate it. That 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 uh, you know, if we had to kind of play this game all over again, I'm not in disagreement with Shaman. I think he's bang on. I think I would have, I would move Devante to the bench. I'm not saying don't play Devante at all. I think that we get heated over thinking like, are we saying not like just get rid of him? No, we're just saying move him to the bench. You know, give him a role where he can start getting his shot back. And I would put some defensive presence back in the game. So would I put Trey? Probably Trey over Najee because I think like what Jack and, and potentially Jacks because they've got length. Uh, and length is important when you've got some weak defenders on the on the on the roster. And uh, what Jacks actually does, and I'm gonna fight for Jacks, I think he's a good player, is he creates uh, he creates uh, the alley, which we you know, it's a different dimension of offense, and he creates some block block shots and some uh, capability on defense, which I think we lacked. So, I mean, he played pretty well when he was starting. We, you know, I'm not going to hate on him for, for some two bad games. I'd be moving him to the four. No, I mean, look, man, I, I I just don't see Trey Murphy going from a DMP to starting. Is like, I feel like that's, that's like, it's what we want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's what we want. Yeah, like, we got to talk about the shit that's actually – you know, like it's actually like a reality that could happen. Like I, I think if the issues is it, there, is it Najee Willie then? and Trey and Trace is deeper. I don't fucking know, man. Yeah. Man, Najee. Like the the thing about Najee is that Najee can defend. He can put pressure on the defense, and you know he's you know he's streaky. But Najee has some of the worst misses you could ever ask for from from deep. Mm. I mean that shit, dog. He he shot a three today. They hit the back of the backboard. And I had to, I, I had to look outside to see if if it was gunshots, fireworks, because that shit was loud <laughs> as hell, man. Um, and look, and then outside of that, you know, airball, like the shooting, because teams teams are going to give up. Now, now you have to question how much that hurts your offense, right? Because if Najee isn't in the same attack, I like Najee off the bench because I feel like when you put him in situations where you feel like he, when he feels like he has to attack versus deferring to the guys that he knows is better than him, you know, it's, it's, he'll settle. That's how I look at it. If he's attacking similarly to what we've been seeing from the past few games, then sure, put his ass in the starting lineup. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, that would be great. We would all like to see Trey. I don't know if that works. It feels like Gary Clark's probably the guy because it's who's Willie's been, you know, leaning on the past few, past couple games here. So Billy, I'm actually going to do you a favor, whether you know it or not, I'm going to go to your, to your other Australian mate, Lyle, was good. 
Don't tell me nothing about Jock Landell. Don't you dare. So I want to start with Jock Landell. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, firstly, I'm going to say fuck Jock Landell because he's from Melbourne United <laughs> and Perth Wildcats <laughs> lost in the championship to him. So for a bloke like that with half a haircut, well, what can you do? Um, <laughs> um, anyway, he did well in the Olympics, so we'll give him that. But anyway, um, <laughs> today... Fuck, I tell you what, um, interesting sort of game. I think I agree with a lot of the stuff that's been said um, in terms of the defensive limitations, I guess, of the, the team. It just looked like the guys were unmotivated today. Um, I think Gary Clark played out of his skin. I thought he was he was really good. And there was that block he did in the last quarter, I think it was, completely bailed out an open layup uh, for the Spurs. And... I think that needs to be the change in mentality. I don't know what whether or not it was Josh Hart that was was rallying all these guys and you know getting the um, the defensive mentality up, but geez, we've got to make some sort of adjustment there. Uh, Devonte, I I understand the sentiment moving him to the to the bench, but at the same time, I'm so conscious that do you then um, you know two games into this change up? I know he's been average for for a number of games now, but do you then shoot his confidence in the foot and say, well, all right, so you're missing your shots. We're going to put you on the bench. He then has more of a, um, I suppose, a role on the bench to create offense. And if his shot's already not falling, does he not just continue to compound? I mean, we saw that with Nikhil. Um, you know, he was in the starting lineup. And, and I'm not comparing their mentalities as the same. I think, um, you know... Devontae has that clutch gene, whereas uh, I don't know if Nikhil is, is at that level yet. But what I don't want to do is uh, upset the apple cart even more and overreact purely off two games. I mean, who put the, the tweet up where I saw, um, you know, when DeMarcus Cousins come down here, we lost the first three games and one of them was by 30 points. You know, we're, we're adapting that was to bring me. in another player. Um, you know, we're adapting to bring in another key cog in the offense. And you're going to adapt. It's a different team. We need to think of pre-CJ and, and, and post-CJ. It's not the same team. And it's going to take teething issues. Um, I, I think you, you can't overreact from this. Whether it's moving Jackson to the four or, or whether it's bringing Trey Murphy on, I think Trey Murphy should be getting minutes anyway. But I, I don't think we fucking throw the baby out with the bathwater after two games against... Uh, Lau, Lau, Lau. What, what, what the fuck is that? Is that, is that? Is, are those things that, that y'all say in Australia? Throw bro, the, the baby. Thing, that's a common throw, saying, Chris. Throw the thing. baby out the bathwater. Who created yeah, that? that? People say that. that is, yeah, I've heard that before, man. Why? I'm speaking, speaking American. Don't make me turn throw Australian. the baby out of the bathwater. Needs to be eradicated with the bathwater. With, with the bathwater. So the bathwater and the baby goes. Yeah, that's the it's yeah, that's dumb. the thing, right? That's that's, that's terrible. Back in the day, Chris, they used to like the man of the house would take the bath first, and it would go from him like top to bottom to the family, and it would say, "Don't throw the baby out the bathwater," because by the time the baby got in the bath, the water was so fucking dirty, you might not even know the baby was in there. It's like a real thing. We're draining the fucking thing. water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't have water back then. Drink. It's I a mean, drought, man. Oh, saving oh water. Oh. It's California. Yeah. Okay. Climate change. <laughs> Okay, Lau, keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I will start using Australian um, euphemisms and bloody uh, colloquialisms in a minute. And then you really I'll, 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 be the only, I'll be the only one that understands you, mate. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and thanks to Billy for being in here to translate. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, disappointing game. A game that we should have won. And, I mean, what I liked from the Spurs is that they kept coming. They were on the second night of a back-to-back, and they did not stop. Dante Murray was fucking unbelievable. And what happens is when you let guys get downhill, and we see it every single time we play a team, we let a guy get comfortable, and then they start burning you time and time and time again. And, you know, I, I tweeted about the refs. <laughs> I know you're not meant to get into them because they've been shit all year, but they were particularly bad tonight as well. And every time you get momentum, you get a shit foul, and you're sitting there going, well, how the hell are you meant to get back in this game when you go on a run? And then <laughs> Devontae Graham gets fouled because bloody Doug McDermott kicks backwards. I mean, come on! What are you? What are you meant to do? But anyway, and look, I'm you know, Lyle, I think it's I think it's very important that you know it's an adjustment for you know everybody in the league, including including the Pelicans, right? Who you know for the mm-hmm. most part still have a lot of young players to be right. um, to be officiated in one in one way to begin the year, and then officiated in a whole different another another fashion even before the All Star break. It's tough, but everybody's gonna gonna have to adjust. Lyle, I appreciate that. Agree. Outside of the goddamn baby in the uh, out, out the bathwater with the bathwater, whatever that was. Apparently, I'm the only one that doesn't know what that means. Look, but there's other people. Spider, there's other girl. people in here that doesn't know. They don't know either, but they ain't gonna say the shit. That's okay. I'll take the L. Uh, for Lauren, come up here. <laughs> Chris, Lauren. I never heard that. In need, you, y'all can hear me. That that that's what I said. I ain't crazy. I, yeah, I I, 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 I never knew. Heard I wouldn't know the person. But oh, yeah. um, all right, bro. So I don't, I don't know if 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 I speak for myself when it comes to this, but I I had my reservations uh, about trading for a guy like CJ. Um, and 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 it starts with defense, and that's what I say, like. When like decisions is always choosing this over that, um, and and with this decision, you 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 gave up really a ton of things. You gave up, um, you know, months of kind of chemistry and camaraderie. You gave up size and defense with Nikhil and Jax both being, I mean, not Jax, but Nikhil and Josh both being a good. Um, six five. You you gave up. You gave up quite a few things in hope that you know the the things that we know we needed with the shot creation, having another guard that could get his own, and all the things that 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 they traded. Um, it and and getting CJ like you you hoped all that was gonna come fruition, and of course it it shouldn't have been an expectation that we'll see that shit right out the gate. Um, in two games, um, but but that's under like it's obviously understanding the idea of of an adjustment, but kind of like Florin, uh, hold on, let me let me ask you something. Is that is that more on just yeah, some of it's on adjustment, but is that more on adding a player like CJ, or is that more on the people that you put around him, the rotations, guys like maybe Najee could be playing more or starting the Listen. back, you know, Devontae Graham not playing Trey Murphy. Is that more on that, or is it? Or is it just on adding CJ alone? I don't, I don't know if Charles in here right now. It, it doesn't, it doesn't look like he is. But for me, for me to answer that question, I'll go all the way back to the season, just like what what Sh- Shamit just said. Um, 
it, it's almost like every uh, everybody around the league was targeting a, 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 a prototype of guy, like an architectural guy, like the the Josh Hodge, the KCPs, the 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 this guy, the that guy, um, and you know they i guess they had some reservations or decided that we did this and maybe we don't want to do too too much because we still missing zion in the equation we just got nance he could be a big piece and all that so that's understandable that they felt like we 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 made our one big move let's kind of have a little bit more reservation going forward and in hope that this guy or that guy can do it but that but but in all honesty that's exactly why we in this fucking position because they they shot they shot they shot for the moon and when they couldn't get the the guys that they wanted um they they had all this reservation and had all this hope that 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 you would get a, a Kyra to step up. You would get like all these guys would would step up. And 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 I know at the end of the day, like that's kind of where you have to be at when it comes to these young guys, and you have to have just a little belief um, that the investment that you made in them um, is going to carry over, is going to pay you back, and you will hope sooner than later. But but like where we are. Um, and with this team and, and having a Zion Williamson, like the fucking world didn't give us that chance. Like they not giving us that opportunity to figure it out and, and have all the young guys around him. You know what I mean? Go from like, like you just said, go from a nigga that's getting five DMPs in a row to being a starter. We not given an opportunity to that. So that's, I think what a frustration comes in at is because like you, you not only did you not do enough at the deadline, but you can all go all the way back to free agency and you didn't do enough. You just sat back and chose to be conservative and again, have too much hope in guys that hadn't really shown you much to begin with. But see, the thing about it is like, and I, and I agree with Chaz, like, I don't, I don't like to be reactionary over this shit because I'm not that kind of person never have been. But a lot of what I'm seeing is shit that I've seen all season. Like this is who we've been. You talking about, like you talk about leaving guys open and this, that, and the third, like that's who the fuck we always been. So everybody have right to, to be mad about what we seeing because this is nothing new and it don't have nothing to do with and, and it don't have nothing to do with trading for CJ. Like I don't like to use um like buzzwords and I IQ basketball IQ why I think it's important. I think it's another one of those buzzwords just like culture and all that shit. Like how smart do you gotta be of basketball to again know your personnel? How fucking smart do you have to be to know that Doug McDermott is a fucking shooter and you do not leave him open? Like, you do not help off of him, like, to go help somebody else. You just do that. I saw B.I. do it. He ain't getting no flack. I seen a ton of guys do it. Now, if a guy busts you in your mouth with a three and you got your hand up in his face and all you gave him was an inch, okay, cool. You live with that. But you helping off of him... To help off of, to, to to help on Primo or to help on Langdale or help on somebody else, and you leaving the nigga who just became an all star, or you or you leaving the nigga who all he's done in his career is be a fantastic shooter. 
Like, like, what, like, what, where does that stuff come into play at? We're a jump shooting team. Another thing you gave up, and I ain't like, I ain't really want to talk this long, but like, it, it's shit that I'm noticing. Another thing that you gave up with Nikhil and Jax, I keep saying Jax, Josh, fuck, with Josh is. Those two, nobody want to talk about it. You can talk about Nikhil all you want, but nobody want to talk about it. Him, Josh are the only two guys on this roster not named fucking Zion Williamson that actually put pressure on the rim. Nikhil did a whole lot of settling, but we all know that nigga was ambidextrous. And the downhill kill is an incredible kill. That was his game. You don't have nobody else on this roster that's doing that. That's what you lost. So the fact that we just became uh, even more of a jump shooting team and we can't hit none of them bitches, that's an issue. And that's going to be... But Florin, 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 Miss Cash, Florin. It's been two games. I'm frustrated with. I, I listen. I get it. And, 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 and so, like, so, so you're not telling me this. You saying two games, but you telling me this ain't what we've seen all season. But look though. But look though. You said stuff like they didn't. They didn't like. They chose to go a certain way in the off season. They they didn't. <laughs> they tried. Flora. They they tried with Kyle. They tried with Tim Hardaway. I heard they tried with fucking Malik Monk, and he chose to take his ass to L.A. Yes, for no, nothing. I, 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 like, you know what I'm saying? No, I, they no, tried. I, like, I, 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 get, I get that. You know what I mean? And that's what I said. That's why I don't really give Griff. Uh, I got my gripes with him, and, and it's not just this offseason, but that's I think that's why I, I eased up on him a little bit because just like knowing – he targeted guys like CP3 and Norman Powell and Hardaway and like you know what I mean? Like those were the kind of guys that 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 this Pelicans team absolutely needed. You know what I mean? So they targeted many of the right kinds of guys that that would would make a difference um for this Pelicans team. That's not the issue. I'm just talking about like what we're seeing right now. And like I said, what I'm saying is for me it's not reactionary over the two games. I'm just talking about like shit that I've I've been seeing. Uh -huh. But again, like we let people bust us in them out. Like no response. Like niggas start hanging their head and like and like the other dude said I can't think of his name but um you know, just the simple shit effort. That's who we've been all games. So I mean, all season. So it, none of none of it should come as a surprise when, you know what I mean. Doug McDermott does what he do because, have, have like, have we defended that like before? I mean, first game of the season, we let Kirk Myers bust our head open. Why? Because niggas just didn't have the smarts or the awareness to be like. Well, yeah, like he might not be a guy that's gonna bust your head open every game, but you gotta be familiar with who he, who he is and know his resume. That's that's the kind of shit that I'm talking about. But also just again, like the, the choices, the choices in which you give up when you you know trade guys that have this certain skill set for a guy that has a different kind of skill set. Um. It's the adjustment, but it's also the different type of skill sets that that comes with it. And now you, you had to make that choice. Right, let me let me it, let it me push back. Let me push back a little bit. Yeah, I want to push back a little bit. Um, so first of all, Josh Hart and Akil Alexander Walker before the CJ trade 
were two of the five worst uh, in terms of defensive in- on the team. Two of the five worst on the team. Like, the team, the team was, was significantly better on defense, on defense than both those guys were off the floor. I think, I think that's telling. I think, I think that's an important stat because it's not like they did not play. They only played a small amount of minutes. They didn't get opportunities with other good defenders. Um, that's a telling stat. So uh, I understand, um, like, the idea of them is exactly what the Pelicans need. And, and I, I agree to your points on, you know, um, it, it's not necessarily a today thing. These issues have been around for a while. But I also don't think, you know, like, with regards to the deadline, uh, the team is, is built, you know, in, in one day. And I think most, most executives would say that it's tougher to build a team on the fly than it is in the summer and this team had a huge challenge to build it in the summer anyway. They, you know, like you already brought up the fact that like they were unable to get all the, those guys they wanted. So I think they're starting to realize that, Hey, maybe cap space isn't the way to go. Trades is kind of the way to do it. And, and, you know, it, they've, they've made the start to get that foundational piece around BI in, in Zion, which is CJ. And then now you can start filling in the cracks with the other. So whether that's, you know, whether that, ends up being a guy like Trey, whether that ends up being another person they draft, like that's a, the next Herb Jones or whatever, or whether that's, you know, they have, they realize they got all of these picks, they have potent scores, so they need to continue to add versatility on defense and, and, and sh- uh, shot making. So um, I would not be surprised if they go into this summer and all of a sudden, you know, the guys like Devontae are on their way out and you, you're getting the influx of guys that are 6'5", the 6'7", the 6'8", and, and you're going to see a lot of CJ at the, at the one or, or Zion at the one, quote unquote, um, you know, those three, those three main guys are going to be your main ball handlers. And then you're going to have a very, in my eyes, a Houston Rockets type team that they had around Harden, which is a bunch of switchable defenders um, that apply a lot of pressure. You just throw bodies at perimeter people. And then they also take threes, which is important because I think volume is, is important. You're going to need respect from your, um, you know, you, you gotta have people closing out to you, and 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 then make threes as well. I think that's that's the next step. But in, in my eyes, that's that's their route. Certainly, the conversations that I've had with the front office, that's what they want to do long term. It's just um, I empathize with them because it's not easy to to kind of make this happen on the fly. And I definitely think that they fumbled some opportunities in the past to to kind of get a head start on this. And you know, you can go back to their draft decisions. Uh, in years past, that you know, if had they had they chose differently, this team would look differently now. Um, but I, I do think they are trending in the right direction as far as um, how to put this team together. And I know that doesn't mean anything at all when your team just got uh, roasted by Dejounte Murray and and you know dropped back down to 11th spot. And so I'm not trying to to put you know I, what's what's it called copium out there. Um, you know the team the team still has its issues. Copium. What was that? What was that? What was that word? Copium. Okay. All right. Keep going. Copium. Yeah, I don't know. You're sponsored now, so I don't know if we can say these. I things. mean, I mean, I guess. I, <laughs> listen, I guess I need. I need to know and understand these words. So keep going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's diet copium. Um. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. No shit. I didn't. My bad. I like. I didn't know. I didn't want to make it like I'm saying, like. Nikhil and Hart or and like one of the other is exactly what this Pelicans team need. Like my only thing was when when it comes to these kind of decisions, and you're right, like it is decisions, and in any decision is choosing this or that. 
So while you get a guy like CJ that has this incredible skill set um, that does a lot for the team and and addresses a lot of, of areas of weakness, the shot creation, the God, the God that can get his own, a combo God that can make plays and do all these things like both of those things are true. Like he addresses all these things that that's plagued us, but then there's other things that you lose with a Josh um, and the kill. But then my main thing was just pointing out that like certain things that we're seeing isn't isn't just people speaking for other people that it isn't just people that are reacting to what these past two games have been, um, but what we've seen all season and and that's why like I've 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 never been one like sure. I love I love Josh you know what I mean going all the way back to Nova but the idea of of him being this this guy like defensively like just the fact that Herb is our best defender like you said in large part like that speaks volumes you know what I mean like we like people got to you know, that's the knock that everybody around the world saying like, oh, y'all traded Josh because he's just defending all this. Well, let, wait, let's let's hold on. You know what I mean? Like Josh can't really defend up. You know what I mean? And he ain't our best defender. So it's not like you gave up. Um, it's not like you gave up a Kawhi or somebody. You know what I mean? That's not at all um, what I'm saying. But it's just like, like and like Rail said, like with I mean, how much long do we have to to adjust? You know what I mean? And at what point do like just does all the guys on our team just kinda get it in their head and like with the game plan being knowing your personnel and not to, that's that's the things where it's just like my God and it all it's, goes back to defense and effort. So it, it's for sure. gonna for sure. all of that shit gonna take some time, Flora. All right. So look, it, it's been it's been a long time. I got I gotta get some other people up here. And this shit out, because y'all know how I get. Y'all be calling me, oh, and that's crazy. It's like, how long y'all want this show to be? It's like, fuck, it's supposed to be two hours. If, if I want to end it at an hour and 25 minutes, I'm I, I'm wrong. Fuck out of here. Hold <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, you wrong, And for Lauren, I'm talking to you. Uh, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me add every, I got to remove you, but I'm going to get you up. I'm going to get you back up here, I promise. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to bounce. I'm going to step back, too, so you can get some other people up here. All right. No problem, no problem, no problem, no problem, no problem. Uh, Wavy, Wavy, what's happening? Wavy, I, I, you know, young nug, it just don't, it don't really rock with me, bro. I mean, I, I'm trying to call you Wavy. You're not, you're not answering, man. You got I was about to say, too. who the fuck is Wavy? Uh, yeah, I mean, so look, what I be doing, Chaz, when I don't want to be called somebody by whatever name pop up here, I click on their name to see if they got a better name for me to call them, and in the shit it say Wavy, because I just didn't feel comfortable calling them Young Nug. It just, that just didn't hit for me, so it was going to be Wavy, but, but hold on, Chaz. Is Jesse up here? Jesse, hey, what's y'all, happening, how's it going? Not too what's much. Up, um, I, I don't, I don't want to waste too much time tonight, but I, I do want to just share a couple observations. Yeah, waste okay. no time. Go ahead, man. Um, no, um, the game. Uh, one thing I want to say about CJ is the game was almost a complete disaster until he started really heating up in the second half. And just watching him, it made me think, man, we really haven't seen a player on this on this team in New Orleans in a really really long time, if not not ever. Like Eric Gordon was kind of supposed to be. That dude, uh, he was hurt a lot. Every now and then we saw flashes of it. But just like 
the ability to stop on a dime and pull up a shot. Um, uh, it, that, there was one time he scored with like four dudes on him. <laughs> and just that element, we really haven't had that, like especially this season outside of B.I. And there's a bunch of guys that like it feels like it's a lot of work to try to get them a bucket, you know. And uh, that's why I think like I would make the C.J. trade any day, even if we don't make the play in or, or the postseason at all this season. I think you just got to build. Uh, when these opportunities come around for a small market team like New Orleans, you, you just got to take them. Um, and I, I think it's just it's hard to get those guys in the building. And uh, with this coming about, um, I, I know it sucks. You kind of break up the chemistry a little bit. I hate losing a guy like Josh Hart. But um, I, I think in the long run, it will be better overall for the Pelicans. Um, just watching watching his video game-like movements. <laughs> like, you know. Dog. It's crazy. We're not, it's crazy. Like, for real, it's crazy. But, I mean, that's all I really want to say about CJ. You know, I, I, it, it's going to change the uh, complexion of the team overnight, like as many people have said before. Um, you know, I don't think it's that complicated to figure out uh, a productive lineup and rotation with CJ. It shouldn't be that hard. But, I mean, there's going to be some wiggle rooms. Like you saw the first game, he scored 15 points, and it was really just off his own individual effort. And the rest of the team was kind of doing their thing. And then tonight, CJ – felt comfortable and just went off and then the the team was having a hard time figuring it out so i, I you know i, I think that a, de- a game is coming soon when all those elements fall in place yep. um and really you just want them to kind of go balls to the wall for the rest of the season get what they can get and uh and really build from there i'm hoping for postseason but even if it doesn't happen if they build a core and they can take that into the summer i'll be happy with it Jesse, I want to I want to ask you a question and mainly mainly it's because you said balls to the walls and it, it it just it just makes me think like where does some of this shit come from? Like why do people why why did this become like regular for people to say, you know, and not you know, you didn't look next to the person next to you. Like why would you say that? I want to ask you, have you ever heard of the term throw the baby in the bathwater? Have you ever well, heard of you that? You know, I I'm from out in the country, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why why is that a thing what does it it's mean to very, you it's a very very old thing that just i i don't know i know it's a thing when people say like you know don't don't throw the whole thing out but uh <laughs> <laughs> but but throw the baby in the bathwater but the child in the water can go yeah. lake is just lost guys All okay right. well that listen that's that's a celebration yes. You you could you could throw the Lakers in the bathwater yeah, out. I, 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 I tell you that. <laughs> uh, Rocky, Rocky, I know you got a long drive. Um, but give, give me give me one split second. Hold on. Go ahead. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Wavy, Wavy. While while Rocky get herself together, have have you ever heard of the term "throw the baby in the bathwater out"? Nah, I ain't never heard that. I bet, I bet, I bet. Keep going, man. Whatever you got, whatever, whatever you want to say about the game, brother. Go ahead, man. The last two games, Pell's defense has been shit water. <laughs> so you you throw it, you, you throw all that out. 
<laughs> yeah, they they they've been playing terrible on defense, and the refs ain't making it no better with the calls they making. Oh boy, it's been yo. Look, the fact that well, Antonio Daniels ain't been fined yet. Shout out, shout out to him. Right, and then, and another thing, we've been the point guard position. We've been hurting there for about two three years. That's why I was kind of pushing for the Fox trade. He would have made a whole whole lot of easy plays for us out there. Listen, Wavy, they tried. I ain't gonna lie to you. They tried. They tried. I had people. Listen, they fucking tried. It just wasn't. It wasn't gonna happen. And you can see by what Sacramento did. You know, at the end of the day, where they were trying to go. So I mean, you know, you gotta find a way to work with what you got, man. Listen, CJ, CJ gonna be nice, man. They, you know, Willie, Willie's gonna be loyal to his guys. He's gonna be loyal to the people that's, you know, he's been a player. And I think like we gotta remember that, man. Like he's been a player. Right. So like his. His outlook on like the human side of things and just how this shit all works in the locker room is different from the next person. You know what I'm saying? Different from right, the next right. coach that they never been in that. So, you know, they there may there may come a time very soon where we're looking at a lineup that doesn't have, say, a Devontae Graham and it has someone else in their fits. But right. you know, it just CJ was a, a, a CJ a good pickup. It just they may need to put him at point guard because Graham, I don't know what the hell he's doing out there. And look, you had an opportunity to see Bi, you know, play point guard for a period of time. You know, you know what that what that can bring you. CJ had like, I'm not even worried about the quote unquote, you know, you know, prototypical point guard, you know, spot position. They're gonna figure it out. Put the, put the best talented five you can put out there and figure that shit out as you go. Yeah, I feel that. Um, anything else you want to add, Wave? Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. All right, young. Appreciate that, brother. Rocky, you uh, ready now? Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I was ordering my son some uh, Sonic, man. Just made it back to get? order. What get? What's the order? What's the order? Oh, uh, um, uh, the number two with mustard pickle and jalapenos only. I don't, I don't know the. I, I don't know what what a number oh, two at Sonic hey, is. A Rocky, bacon double. A details. bacon double. A bacon oh, double cheeseburger. That sounds good to me. I ain't gonna lie with to mustard you. pickle and jalapenos with uh, fries and a blue raspberry with nerd slush. That's crazy, but it sounds great. What's happening, Rocky? You, you, you was at the game. And my fat ass got me a bacon, egg, and cheese toaster. And listen, uh, listen, ain't nothing, don't none, don't none in life be the bacon, be the bacon and egg sandwich, no matter how you cook it. Go ahead. All right, so um, I'm on, I'm on, say a few things. Give me a few little seconds. I got at least two little points I want to make. Go so ahead. the other night we was talking about um taking Devontae Graham out the lineup. And I was saying y'all was being a little too harsh on the lineup changes right now because we're tweaking everything with CJ coming in. I still feel that way, but I'm kind of understanding where some people are coming with. I was actually having a good conversation with David Wesley about the same thing. And, um, yeah, it's it's not looking too good for Graham right now. But oh, I... But I do say this. I don't think it would be a good idea at this point with the dynamics of the team to just throw him on the bench. The reason why I say that is clearly he's having some type of confident um, issues with his shot. So if, if we just slam him and throw him on the bench right now, I don't think we're going to get too much more from him from bench activity as well because you just don't find your shot just because you come off the bench. So I think that if we tweak this lineup a little bit more so, like everybody was saying, putting more uh, CJ at the point as opposed to letting Graham get too, many, too much of this point time, 
that man wasn't brought here to be a point guard. And the problem is they keep trying to force. One thing I've noticed with having Griffin in charge is we can force an issue for a player that just ain't there for him. CJ, I mean, I'm sorry, not CJ. Uh, Devontae is not going to be a point guard. He ain't designed to be a point guard. Man, they can't, can't turn him into a point guard. Like they try to turn um ball into three and D. It just ain't in him to be the point guard. And the problem is he getting too much time at the point position. And the man's y'all we brought CJ in and we 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 lost some continuity. That that's to be expected. But I think the man is really worried about losing his job to CJ and uh and uh Hold on, y'all. I'm sorry, I got to this order. Thank, thank you. Sorry, y'all. Okay. Okay. okay, thank you. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. But, uh, yeah, so, um, giving that, giving that ball to, to CJ and taking that ball out of Devontae's hand would be better for him because that man was designed to play space shooting when Zion was playing point. That's all he was brought here for, catch and shoot, catch and shoot. And right now, his confidence is down because, thank you, you too. Um, his confidence is down because I don't think he's just worried about the addition with CJ. Hell, um, Shorty been playing some excellent basketball. And like he said, he got called from his mama telling him, watch out, Jose about to take your job, watch out. And, and I mean, they watching film. They watching film more than we watching the game. And he see... Jose stepping up and, you know, but I still don't think Jose's starting guard material as well because I just don't see that starting guard yet, but I do see the potential for it. Now, I do think that you lose a lot if you do put him in a starting uh, position at the point guard position simply because you need that creativity coming off of the bench, especially if you're going to throw Graham on the bench. Um, now, I will say this about the four and Jackson Hayes. I think we got a little hyped up with him playing real well at that position a couple of games, and everybody's ready to throw him at the, in the starting lineup at that position. Jackson Hayes has this roller coaster effect with us. Dude is up, then he down. Then he up, then he down. He give me that gnaw vibe sometimes, and I really just don't feel like he's ready to be starting on a consistent basis. Now, tweaking a lineup and maybe, you know, what we play in Toronto, maybe you might say, okay, well, I'll start him at the four. But I don't think he's a every game starting four position player right now. Um, I will say this. The Smoothie King Center has been filling up lately these past couple of games. Like, I mean, we ain't 100%. Uh, attendance, but we get out. We feeling that building up with CJ showing up in that building. I ain't gonna lie, I've seen more people in the past two games than I've seen shit on some of these games. We had a line, y'all, to get in the Smoothie King Center when I got there today. I ain't seen a line, Rocky. Uh huh, Rocky. I've seen so many people say, and they've come up here and say, Yo, I ain't been to a game in two years. I ain't been to a game in three years. Like, yo, it's been a, it's been a minute. But yo, can I, yo, can I get tickets? Like, like for real though. Like, and you can see it. You can see it on TV. You can see it on TV. Watching. I'm not. I'm not in the city right now. But watching, even watching on TV, 
And even before, like, I even thought about this shit, I'm always looking at the stands. I'm, I'm just, I'm self-conscious about how my city looks. It's just, just how I am. So I'm looking, and you can tell it's a difference. You can tell from the start to the finish. And on top of that, it looked like to me, and y'all got to tell me, those that are there, Rocky, it looked like motherfuckers there on time. Because it used to be a time where, you know what I mean, they show up, <laughs> they show up, but it just wouldn't be on time. Now I look like from the opening tip, pretty much the motherfuckers is there, they there. I will say this. They they have been showing up on time. Now tonight they had a little HBCU night with uh Talladega trash ass um playing drum lines, sounding like motherfucking high school drummers. Um uh, just because you hit hard don't mean you sound good with they trash ass. I hope somebody Play for them and listening. Y'all trash. Y'all going to stay trash. You show your ass up to the goddamn parade against Southern. You're going to get blowed the hell out. You're trash, trash, and trash. Stay your ass in Alabama with that garbage-ass shit. Now, I had to get that off my system because I'm always HBCU, Southern University, even though I went to Southern University, Mississippi. But I never claimed that shit out loud. Talking shit. Um, Talking shit. But the... um. The, the stadium has been filling in, y'all. It has been amazing. Anybody who know me um, know that I'm a veteran, retired Army, um, go Army. Um, I get these tickets, and I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but um, for a fairly uh, a transferable fee. How about that? I'm always willing. Anybody sliding my DM want to get a game in? I can't guarantee you floor seats. You're not getting them. I sit there. I'm not giving my floor seats away. But um, I get 100 levels sometimes. Sometimes it's 300 levels, depending on what the team donated to the organization. Anybody want to get in that blending and experience that that feeling, that vibe, that um, – but shout out to Rel because she saw me in there today. Um, I wish I could have linked up with you and, and spoke with you a little longer. Um. I'll be back in there on Monday, so hopefully I get to see you and meet you in person. But shout out to Rail because she said I spoke to her, but I didn't really, you know, I probably was, I'd be speaking to everybody, so, you know. Um, but I, I wanted to have a real real conversation with her, so shout out to Rail. But that thing been filling up, y'all. It's been amazing to see the support starting to fill into the, the Raptors and show this team the love that they need because, look, we don't got football till August. We still got basketball till shit. First week of April, second week of April, or some shit like that. Fill in, support these guys. They're gonna need it on this little stretch. Especially if we don't know where Zion coming back anecdotally, you know, that bullshit that he threw out there. Uh shout out to Griff for using terms that we had to look up in the um dictionary to make sure we understood what he was saying. Shout out to him for the dictionary um technology and, and educating us. But we just <laughs> wanted a real goddamn um update on Zion. Is the dude toe working or is it not? That's all we wanted to know. We don't need nothing anecdotically. Either it does or it don't. Either he coming back or he ain't. That's all we want to know as the fan base because I'm still going to rock my number one. I'm still going to be Team Zion because he a Pelican. Now, the day that nigga start acting like AD and say he want to go to the nasty-ass Knicks, then I'm going to treat him as such. But till you <laughs> Team Zion, you know, I get that nigga my pinky if I could. But 
I'm 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 always gonna be Pelicans, bro. To see the love that was up in there, the lineup getting the love. CJ, man, they showing that boy some real love on that um opening, you know, uh, call out for the players, um, the introductions. Man, they showing that boy some love, and you know, I said this the last time when a dude wanna be here. We have to start feeling that blend in and, and showing them that we're not with yes. Stephen A. Smith saying. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Fuck that clean ass nigga. But we're not what Stephen A. say. You know, this is a small market team. But guess what? We're a small market team on the trend upwards, not downwards. So when you get a guy like CJ wanting to come and, and we showing that man some love, I would really like to see the blender continue to show him some love, us show up. Y'all can hit me up if you want to catch a game. I can't guarantee you a, 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 a certain seat, but I can guarantee you a seat uh, up to four. So if you you know want to hit a game and you got four people you want to take with you, give me a little head notice and I might can look you out look you out for you know four seats. I can't promise you no seats. So don't be coming at me with no man. You say one hundred. I'm saying claim out right now. Disclaimer out right now. Four tickets. You might be in a three hundred section, but at least your ass ain't paid. So don't come up and come at me with it. I mean, you might pay a little $15 transfer fee. That's what they charge me to transfer it over. But I don't really hit nobody for nothing. Maybe $30 for the little transfer fee for the 100 level. But I don't charge the, for the, the actual. It could be a Lakers game. If I got four tickets, it's always going to be 15 or 30 I ain't the one charging nobody. no, Because no, I won't put this out because it's, it's illegal for me to sell them to people. I only charge the transfer fee that SeatGeek charge for me. So if you want to hit up the game, hit slide in the DMs and, and, and let, you know, slide in the DMs about the game only. Don't slide in my DM with no bullshit because I'm single and I'm, I'm retired. I don't want no fucking relationship. So don't slide in my DM with no bullshit because I ain't with it. Um, But if you want to catch a, a game, hit me up, man. But we got to feel right. that thing. <laughs> man, I had to put that out there, Chris. Right. I <laughs> man, I done had some praises in my DM in the past couple of weeks. I'm okay. not interested. Nobody. Okay. <laughs> All right. Look. Hold on. Hold, hold on, Rocky. We got we, we to move forward. Cause, cause, cause look, right? I told people I was going to let them rock. And we, we, we was going to try to extend this shit. I ain't got to work tomorrow. So we all good. So if Laura can't talk her shit and call me, yo, we out here. Oh, um, Chaz, you got your hand up. What's happening? Five, I'm coming to you next. And then Jesse, I got to come to Jesse. Jesse, big news, man. If y'all ain't following Jesse Brooks, please, please go support him, man. He's doing a lot of shit in the city. Mike, I see you as well. But please, yep. please go follow Jesse Brooks, y'all. Chaz, what's happening? Yeah, I, I just want to say like one last thing. I think, I think another thing we might be missing is that this team. I think people look at the dysfunction with Sacramento and look at the Spurs and say, "Oh, we better than them." It's like, yeah, you can say that on paper. But you, I think you got to realize that this team, the Pelicans, we had such a small margin for error anyway. Going into this shit, we had such a small margin for error. And you just rocked the team to its core. Like, literally, you just added a whole nother core piece to this team. So there's a reason why the team put out, like, yo, we kind of looking, you know, toward the next year campaign. I think if this team was to make the play-in, that's like – you know, gravy on top. You know what I'm saying? But this shit, adding a player of that caliber to the system, like, it's it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. But the better is so fucking much better 
that it's worth the trials that you're going through right now. That's all I really want to say. Chess, Chess, Chess. Like, I want people to realize, did you see the type of shots that CJ was making? Like, bro, at 6'3", he was making shots. And I, and I was telling y'all this shit beforehand. And Chess, I'm, I ain't just pointing at you. But I was telling y'all beforehand, I, I, I really feel this way. It's like seven players in the in the game right now that got a bag bigger than CJ's. And I might be, I might be tripping even saying seven. Like his shit is that, like, like, like he got that level of of talent and skill to go with it. Like, man, I, I'm watching him and I ain't seen CJ enough in the Pelicans uniform to even 100 percent trust him. I'm like, okay, like whatever you want to do, bro. You wanna bring the ball up, okay. You you wanna go in half court, okay. I, I'm used to people catching it, catching off the rebound and pushing it. You wanna bring it up the court, okay. Three, yo, you want to shoot this three in transition? Go ahead, yeah, no, nah, whatever you because you know what? Eventually, he proves it. He proves and shows like, yo, no, no, I'm that guy. I'm that guy off the dribble. You know what I mean? Manipulating the pick and roll, get now nah, all the all his attempts in the paint ain't gonna go the way, ain't gonna go as advertised. Some of them going off the backboard. It is what it is. Some of them being plastered and being blocked. You know what I mean? The game is a game, but CJ is like, you got a chance to see. In game two, and we and everybody said it when his legs were back, he was gonna show you a different time, a different kind of dude. And he did. It's just, it's just like thirty six, and it was like an easy thirty six. And he could have had, and in reality, he could have had more if, if we keep it in a hundred. But you know, hey, five, what's happening? See, CJ a bucket. We all know that. Like, if you don't know that by now, you just not watching. You haven't been watching. You never watched this man. Who, you know, what I'm saying I think. A lot of Pillars fans, you probably like, we think, oh, Drew locked him up. Like, Drew's all world defender at that time. So it's like, what you're what you really saying is like, it was going at it and he got the best of him. Cool. CJ all world when it comes to creating his own, can, can do whatever. Like, he's that gifted at this. But my really, my, my point is, I think more so is towards like David Griffin. Like, we've been having the same problem for a long time. And I know getting CJ is like a big monkey off of his back. Totally understand. But can we just – can we – we seem like we're the only NBA team that can't find shooters. Like, I'm really adamant about this because there's a lot of shooters around here. You know, some of them have AKs. Some of them have nines. Some of them have uh, grenade launchers. I don't know. You know or 22s. All 22s or 38, baby, if, you, if you're really trying to hit a young boy. Like, bruh. Somebody, please find a shooter that can make it. Like these are practice shots. What are we looking at? Like what are we? Like what are we saying to ourselves? Zion's gonna go. Not Zion passing them the ball is not gonna make them make that wide open jumper. If they can't make it now, they're not gonna make it then. And and it's like we're wasting time. Like if if we don't make the playoffs, cool. That's 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 fine. Not really fine, but cool. Fuck it. It is what it is. But can we go out and can we see Trey Murphy not make a three? Can we see that happen? Because if that's the case, then fine. We'll go find another fucking shooter. We can't go out with Garrett Temple going one for, as I'm going to say, the last seven games, he's one for 20-something. Like, I don't want to see that shit no more. Like, I like Garrett as a person, maybe. But I don't want to see you shoot bricks all day, bro. Like, stop it. Stop it. Stop with the with – the, um, with the nepotism, I guess. Like, he, yeah, Garrett played in the league. Y'all probably played against each other. My nigga, he ain't earned that shit. Like, fuck, he breaking, get somebody else in there that can try to make it. 
that that's that's all I got. That's... Five, five. You yeah. you good now? You got that out? Yeah, man. Yeah, appreciate that, bro. That was, hey, man, that look, was look, y'all. Five, five, about to be a fucking star, and I'm trying to I'm trying to get Chaz to be a fucking star. Every every you too you too much you you too much of a homer and too positive to be to to be what you need to be. But you know what? We're gonna work on that. We're gonna make you more negative, and the more negative you get. In the middle of me calling you negative, I muted everybody. So, I mean, I guess maybe it's not meant for you to be negative. That's just how that goes. Mike, Mike, <laughs> Mike, <laughs> Mike, what's happening, man? Uh, shout out to Jesse Brooks, man. When we went to the NCAA tournament, Jesse, yo, Jesse, uh, Jesse was at Southeast and he was, he was rooting for us. Please follow, follow Jesse. That check. That check is not up there for just display. Like he, he been he big earned, time, maybe since two thousand four. Since oh four, see, I don't, I don't <laughs> even go back that far. See, Mike, you know, you know more than me. Follow Jesse Brooks. I'm not saying that for no other reason. Follow that man. He he, he do music. I ain't gonna lie to you. I I heard like one song. It may not be for you. It may not be for me. But Jesse, regardless, Jesse be doing work in the city, and he do it in a lot of different ways. Follow that man, Mike. What's happening? Mike, come on now, come on, come on, Yo. come on, Mike. You here? There we go. Let's get. Yeah, it. I'm here. I'm sorry, but um, so I was at the game. Um, hell, my wife and my little my little mommy even made the damn jumbotron. So, shout out to them, it's distracting the hell out of me. But uh, wanted to say say a couple of things. A, um, as much as I defended Garrett Temple, you know, I can't I can't no more. Um, I can't I can't watch. GT missed shots, blow blow assignments. As much as I respect veterans and leadership, it's a wrap. Um, but I don't think that the 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 criticism we give in DG is is over is um we're overdoing it. I mean his his 15 game stretch, he's shooting under 40 percent from every fucking where except the free throw line. So if we if we gonna if we gonna let the jokes fly about Garrett Temple's play. Then we gotta let the jokes fly about Devontae. And on that note, we need to give we need to give Trey a lot more run. Period. Uh let him fuck up. Um, let him blow assignments, let him fumble the ball around. Because at the end of the day, he's six eight, six nine. He can get in the way, may deflect a pass or two. Hell, may even get some stops in a row. And the corner threes that that GT's missing. Uh, that Gary, that Gary, that Najee's clanking that you said hit the side of the backboard, back of the backboard, hit the goddamn car band that was performing tonight. Trey may throw some of them in. Um, we just if and plus if we if we gonna be sub subpar defensively, then we might as well put our best offensive lineups on the group and just fucking play like Phoenix, and just let 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 these dudes just let these dudes just run. Because what happened tonight was. The Spurs just the Spurs just spread us out, and Lonnie Walker, Primo, Keldon Johnson, um, Vassell, all them all them young athletic ass guards they got, they just they just was like fuck it, we just gonna play we just gonna play iso ball, and we'll drive right by somebody for a shot of help, and then we'll just do that for about fifteen seconds, and eventually Keldon Johnson or Craig, uh, McDermott will come over for a three, and they just bombed us out the building. So we we we're losing heart. We did lose our defensive identity. Um, one thing I I I do look at when I go to games is I look at 
a lot of stuff away from the ball. I look at, you know, communication in the huddle. And outside of, you know, Jonas maybe yelling out screen right, screen left, I didn't hear a lot of defensive communication on the court from that end. And I'd venture to I'd say that maybe Josh was the one that, you know, if if somebody missed the rotation, he talked them into place. Um, if there was a stop to be had or if it was a switch, Josh was the one that sat down and got a stop for us. Um, you know, it, of course, if there's an effort play, Josh is going to be there to make it. And then, of course, everybody else fell in line. So I, I think the team's still reeling from that, not just from, not just from, you know, the camaraderie he bought and how close they were, but just from that end of the court with some of his, with, his, with some of his vocal leadership. And then my last point about Jax, he needs to play the four for no, no other reason that he needs to be on the court with another five who can occupy bigs. Uh, I say that because when, when Jax, when Jax is, when Jax is on the floor floating around the perimeter, he, he, he doesn't have anybody checking him. Like if you watch Jonas, you know, he, he understands getting rebounded position a, cause he knows how to post up and B, if he gets fronted, he knows how to spin and seal. And all of a sudden he's in offensive rebounder position. Jackson Hayes don't know how to do that. Cause he's just, he's an athlete. He runs and he jumps at the four spot where he don't have to occupy any bodies. He doesn't have to bang and root for position. He's the high person in a high-low set. So, you know, like if Jonas is down low, Jax is up high. So now a shot goes up. If Jonas is occupying his man and somebody else is like, well, shit, we got to keep Jonas off the glass, well, Jax is a free runner for all these fucking rebounds. Or if Jonas is posting up and everybody's paying attention to Jonas posting some deep, then Jax is getting that shit. You know, he's cutting hard. Him and Herb are cutting real hard. Or like Brandon swung it to Jax a couple of times and Jax was able to catch it on the move. His man closed out wrong. He goes right by me, dunks that shit, one dribble dunk. So we, we got to get more lineups with Jax at the four spot. But the problem is, I don't know that he can play the four with Willie because tonight Willie was a step slow. Um, so I think Facts. I, I think that's got to be – that's got to be – that for Jax, that's kind of got to be his role. I know nobody wants him to play – Jax is at Jax's best at the four, period. He's best at the four when, when he can just kind of float around the perimeter, you know, Dribble handoff to guards, you know, getting the pick and roll and roll down the rim with Jonas occupying somebody low. Um, because again, you can throw that bitch up to the sky and nobody, not many people on the court are gonna jump with Jackson. But you uh, know what though, Mike? You know what though, Mike? I feel like I feel like even even if you got him in the corner and he can do back court, he, he can do back door cuts. Yeah, like you know, absolutely. you're able to use him. I think because, the ability of man is gonna that. be helping on his man is gonna be helping if Jonas is posting hard and he's getting deep, then somebody's got to help exactly so even if even if there's not jackson's man helping somebody else is helping that's just a two-on-one on the backside if jackson's on the corner so at least jackson has a free run for a lob or to hit the offensive glass and that's what we saw hit most of his success at flashing to the elbow for that elbow jump shot um brandon ingram he'll 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 drive to the basket and he'll throw it backside to jackson jackson catching ripping one jump one dribble he's dunking at the rim those type of actions, because Jackson. But you know, five man. Now, now, Mike, I will say this is probably why the team needs a fucking point guard, like for real, for real. because, you know, I see a lot of a lot of plays where Jacks dives, and even if, even if I don't trust, even if his man is in front of him and they're playing the dive, and you throw the immediate pass to him. 
I think that at some point you have to experiment with what that turns into because Jax is a guy that he, he does have good touch in regards to passing the basketball. Now, whether or not he's going to throw that bitch where it's supposed to go 100% and the IQ is 100% there, I don't know. I don't know. But I see a lot of possessions where off of off of his dive and where the pass isn't immediately being made. Now, sometimes that could be a live. Sometimes that could be a pass in which he has to make a move. But I do think eventually – you know, it's going to have to be a spot where they add, if if they've committed to Jax and they're committed mm-hmm. to him towards to figuring out what they're going to do with that next extension, they're going to have to commit to him being a format. Yeah, and that's fine. And that's fine. But I do think that there's even even room in there, even, even room in that to finding him in certain areas. Sometimes the pass is too late. Sometimes he's open off the off the road, the pass isn't there. And I'm not being a Jackson apologist out of nowhere. I'm just saying that I do see throughout the games in which there are moments where Jackson is open, he's not found. And that, as a guy who's at that age who's young, that could, you know, um, I don't know if he's there in which, like, you know, his motor isn't completely. Like, I feel like with Jackson, and I want you to see, I want to see if you agree with this. I feel like sometimes in some games, Jackson's motor is attached to how well he's playing. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I can I, Jackson and him, guy like him and the kill. I I think that their their energy is definitely tied to either if they're starting or not, if their shots are falling, and I a lot of young players are like that. Period. Um, where their defense dictates their offense, and with with guys like Jax. You know, if if he's if he's stuck playing the five and he always getting hit and he doesn't feel like he's he doesn't he doesn't feel like he's getting not not getting not necessarily getting looks but just always getting contacted, I he'll eventually float his ass away from the basket. Period. Like I I really don't think Jackson likes to play the five, which is fine. But but part of part of being a professional is is learning because at some point we're not gonna have Jonas because Jonas is twenty nine, but Jonas Jonas is a banger. He's a plotter. Those dudes don't last very long, and the league's getting nothing but athletic. So at some point, Jackson, either we're going to have to find another Jonas, or Jackson's going to have to learn how to play small ball five or be a big boy and just play the five and be effective at it. Because then there's some he he's going to lose out on on money if he doesn't. Um, but but to your point, like some you know not like I remember, I think the CJ tried to th- they they ran a hell of a play where they picked and rolled, and it was a shooter opposite. And Jackson had a free run to the basket, and she didn't throw him a lot, but he threw it too low. And and uh, Garrett GT was on the bench sideline, like he asked Willie, like, "Did I throw it too low?" And GT was like, "Yeah, hell yeah, you got to throw that bitch to the ceiling. Jackson can go get it." You know, that's that's the that's the five man in today's game, but but those those five men like Jared Allen, who are built kind of like Jacks, they know how to rotate. They can time shot blocks. You know, even if they're playing on the ball you know, if they're playing post-defense. So Jackson's got to learn that he's got to figure that type of – that that part of his game out if he wants to make money long-term because he's not going to be playing with a Jonas Valanciunas for the rest of his career. Correct. Somebody's going to say, like, look, bro, if you want to get paid, you got to try to be a small ball five. You got to be a Jared Allen. You got to be, you know, um, Evan Mobley. Not 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 the offensive part of it, obviously, but you've got to be defensively Evan Mobley, a, a big like that, yeah. if you want to get paid. So Mike, so Mike, let me let me go to Jesse. 
then I got I gotta go to Jones, and then I'm gonna go to uh, and then I'm gonna go to Everett. People still messaging me about this. Throw the baby out, y'all. Y'all need to throw that. I, I heard second. that. I heard that. Throw, My people from Ergo, throw man. that. I heard that. I, don't I heard get, that phrase before. Mike, Mike. With all due respect, I don't care. I don't care where people come from. That needs to not be a thing. Throw any baby out needs to be eradicated from our language <laughs> in the water, whatever the fuck that, that is. Get rid of it. Jesse, <laughs> nobody really says that anymore. Oh my God! No, apparently in Australia they do. Apparently it's still it's not it's not it's not off the globe, man. Go away. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're a little more old school over there or something. I don't know, but uh, no, I I I, I like what a, a lot of what Mike said, uh, especially about Jacks. But I think maybe. Right now, there are some very, very tough questions to answer about the uh, starting lineup and uh, just very big decisions to make. Honestly, myself, I would like to see Jax back in it. Like, I feel like you made the decision not to trade him when I think many other teams were probably looking at him. You you don't trade him, so you got to kind of maximize what he can give you right now. Um, but of course that has a ripple effect down the roster. So, um, who goes out of the starting lineup? If you start Jacks, um, really the only spot you can look at is the guard spot. And that would be moving Graham to the bench. Um, and that presents a lot of issues there. Cause like Rocky was talking about, would it just totally sink his confidence a hundred percent? And then you don't get anything good out of Graham at all after that. Uh, these are really big uh, decisions that Willie really has to make very, very soon. And uh, I guess we'll find out how he handles that. But I, I but I will say this, if Graham is going to stay in the starting lineup, um, uh, I, I think like, like Rocky was saying earlier, you got to uh, allow CJ to be the primary ball handler, because if you look at the way that Graham plays, he doesn't penetrate a whole lot. Like he stays around the perimeter, even when he's setting the table coming down as a one guard, uh, he backs behind the perimeter a lot to give himself space and try to shoot deep, deep. But then when his shots not falling, he's very ineffective in offense. And honestly was really odd with him playing mostly around the uh, perimeter like that and not penetrating hardly much. It's a lot like having Lonzo ball back. <laughs> Because Lonzo never wanted to penetrate, and that that was causing a lot of problems for the offense. So these are very, very big decisions that you have to make, and basically in just a couple of days, and it's going to affect you know what kind of team that they're going to be for the rest of the season. Um, you know, so do you want to take the chance to sink in Graham's confidence totally by putting him on the bench? I I don't know. Maybe if he's a really coachable player, he might find new life on the bench, and um, you know maybe he kind of revitalizes a player. Uh, it'd be one of the more probably be one of the top scoring options coming off the bench, and I could see that as a role that he really excels at. But I really would like to see uh, Jackson go back with JV in the starting lineup because there's so much attention that JV can draw down low. And if Jackson's shooting that little jumper around the elbow or if he's just coming weak side and flying in, slamming down like we saw in the last couple games, I mean, that's really, really good stuff. I, this team can win without Josh Hart. They did one of the games in this uh, four-game 
four win streak that they had. Um, it's just about creating some chemistry with this new cog that they put in. And I mean, like, it's just one of those things that changes the complete complexion of the lineup and the rotation just overnight. I want to say that I cannot believe that I am up this late, which uh, I thought that I was going to end this a long time ago. But I felt like I felt like I had to prove to y'all that I'm not like 49 years old. And no disrespect to anybody that is 49 years old in here, but I mean, listen, you know what what your life like is is like you know what's left in your life. You're 49 years old. Eventually, like this is what happens. But for me, it doesn't. And I don't feel like I should be like reprimanded from that. I have a work, I have a job just like the rest of you motherfuckers. If I gotta wake up at nine in the morning and I decide that this show should be an hour, I feel like that's fair. Okay. Everett, what's happening? Yo, all right. I've been listening yeah, to Jones. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, Jones, Jones I, go. Yeah, Jones, go no, ahead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 we're nice now. Okay, uh-huh. go ahead. Go ahead, Everett. I bet. So first of all, shout out to Mike. He was dropping all types of high level basketball knowledge and just great stuff. Um, there was a lot of things I heard tonight. And I tweeted this out the other day, and I was just like, yo, I am more excited about the future of this team next year than I am really about this year because they're going to have the rest of this year to work together all summer and then starting off the um, the year without a whole bunch of turnover on this team. Because I think we got, like, 14 players under contract next year, so there won't be a lot of turnover, hopefully, right? And we'll have finally have a coach for more than one year. But the thing that was ki- is killing me about what y'all are talking about with Jax is y'all are talking about, oh, he can do this, he can do this. But he literally is, I think Mike said, he's just an athlete right now. He has no footwork. He has no post. They literally had, I don't know who it was that Jax had on the post. And they wouldn't give him the ball because it was like, this dude has no post game. He has nothing other than just I can jump up and go get the ball. And everybody said, well, he should start. But my thing is, Jackson is going to come off the bench when Z gets back. That is going to be his role. If he is mentally incapable of doing that now, what is he going to do then? Mentally, mentally uncapable mentally uncapable <laughs> is, is 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 something that you gotta be careful with because that's gonna make me laugh. Uh, <laughs> no, you're gonna have to you're you gonna have to explain that. All right, hey, yo, hold on. Go ahead, five. Go ahead, five. No, no, I think I think him playing the four starting right now is actually beneficial for him when Z comes back because he actually gets to see what Jonas is fucking doing while he's out there. So him telling him, yo, down or something like that, then you know, he'll, wait, he'll wait, have that on the job. Wait, what? He, wait, wait, wh- he yells that one time. He says he'll do down. what? He'll yell down. Drop like, right. Got it. You know, got it. Right. Got it. What, did I did I butcher that or something? No, 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 no. You didn't. No, that that that's exactly what happens. Go ahead. Okay, he'll yell down. All right, he'll be able to get that on the job training that we that we were talking about. But he'll be in a different position. But he'll actually get to understand it instead of just watching Jonas. He'll be able to you know benefit from it. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I see it as uh uh you know a co- kind of cost benefit that you know we'll have to deal with. But you know Zion out here, so you might as well get in that. And be beneficial and still learn at the same time. I'm, I so. understand why y'all think that way, but like Chris said earlier, if he's coming off the bench when Z gets back, who is he going to be on the floor with? Most likely not Jonas. He'll be on the floor with Billy or whoever our back. Dog. Center. 
eventually they're going to expect this motherfucker to be what they drafted him to be. I understand that, but we're you know? talking about if they're trying to unlock this new um, this new Jacks at the four, then he's going to be on the floor with a different center. Hey, hey, Everett, look, okay? Sorry, anybody who's a Jackson supporter. I, I, no, you know what? Not going to that. It's not about me. Uh, Everett, look, hold on. Pause that. I got to go to Jones. I got to go to Jones because he, he has not spoken. Jones, what's happening? And then you're going to ref. <laughs> and then whoever else. What's happening, yeah, baby? For, uh, for, first off, baby, baby with the bath water. Don't ask. Second, I kind of expected Willie to run with the lineups that were going good right before we got CJ, and it kind of seems like we're starting from scratch with the old lineups in some ways. And I don't understand the necessity for that. Uh, and I know everybody loves Willie. We can't say nothing bad about Willie. But, bro, some of this stuff is like you see Jax at the five, right? It don't work. Don't put, him, don't put that dude at the five. You know what you're getting with CJ. CJ is a bona fide bucket, but CJ doesn't play very good defense. So that's fine. Don't put him with the next motherfucker who don't play defense in Graham. Graham has to go to the bench. And you know when Graham comes off the bench? Let me tell you, when CJ ain't on the fucking court. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Like, and the other thing is, I 100% agree with Willie on experimenting with lineups right now with CJ because CJ is going to unlock some people to have a lot more efficiency within like different roles. I get that. But don't tell me that and then fucking DNP trick. The man who in four games that he played, he has four wins. The man who plays better fucking defense than Najee, uh, Clark, I, I don't want to see it. Experiment with your shooters because the shooters, they're not very deep on this team. Sorry to tell everybody. <laughs> Uh, that, that's all I really, all I really got, man. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to go too far. Okay. okay. Hey, Jones, I want to I clear something up. I'm getting messages now about these 49 things. If you're 49 years old, you're not, like, like your life isn't over. Okay? It's not, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. Like, you have a whole life to live. 100%. I don't know anything about being 49 yet. That, exactly. Neither do I. Neither do fucking I, Jones. So, if, if you are 49, like, you have a whole life to live. Your life's just it's different, okay. and that's okay. It's that's okay. Chris, Chris, look, Chris, we didn't we didn't all grow up in the suburbs, okay? Excuse in me. Deep, in, in the deep south, they do use baby in the bay in the bathroom with the bathroom. Jones, Jones, I'm from I'm from the east. I didn't grow up in no goddamn suburbs. I'm from the east New Orleans. I didn't grow up in goddamn suburbs. I'm worried about me. I'm not. Now look, I ain't from this east. I ain't from the east as present now. Okay, but damn, I ain't going from the suburbs. Throw, throw, throw the baby in the bathwater. I don't give a fuck where you from. The hood, not the hood. The suburbs, kind of hood, whatever. It should be eradicated. I asked for Lauren. She ain't no Ralph. Hey, kind of hater route. Oh, you hold on, hater run right now. Because first, no, it, 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 Jones, it needs to go. It needs. To, it doesn't make sense. It needs to go. It needs to go. Raf, what's happening? Yeah, what's up, would you, bro? Uh, Raf, before you start, wait, wait, wait. Before you yeah. start, have you ever heard of the term 
Throw the baby in the bathwater out. What Bruh, the fuck it you is? You know what's crazy? Before this week, no. I had never heard it before. And somebody else said the same shit. So it's wild. That's it's all wild. that matters. You ain't it. never heard of it beforehand. It needs to it needs to it needs to go. But go ahead. See? See, you you start talking about babies and bass waters, and now motherfuckers can't talk. Raph, are you back now? Are you back? You here? No. See what happened. Rocky, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to touch back on uh, somebody. I think that was Everett said. Um, I, I don't know if that was Everett. If not, I'm sorry. Um, about uh, Jackson being at the four. I mean, the five. Well, no, y'all was saying that Jackson should be at the five because that's what he was drafted as. Well, I think that was the error from the front office. The man is not a five. He He's just not, not a five at all. That ain't his position. And he needs to be at the four. His, his position is the four. He needs to start working on it, get him a shot. He needs to get in the gym with, uh, what's his name is, uh, the, the shot ma- shot doctor, and work on a shot. That five position, he going to get eight up in the NBA by the guard whisperer. Yeah, yeah. Who that said again? <laughs> the guard whisperer. You no, bro. No, bro. <laughs> no, hey, bro. No, bro. <laughs> Hey, bro, why would you say that? This, this is not even. You don't have to put babies in the bathwater. Why you put babies in the guard whisperer? What are we doing, fam? Man, man, we listen, just... man. I'm a but little, no, I'm a little intoxicated, man. Don't, don't, don't put this on me. Rocky, go ahead. But seriously, though, uh, the five is just not. It's not Jackson Hayes' spot, and I think the more they keep trying to make it his spot, the lesser he looks. The, I don't want to say lesser. The worse he looks playing the position. The man gets bodied down there all the time. Now he'll get his little block. I'm not gonna not gonna take his his athleticism from him. But playing a five, that ain't for him. That four is his spot. They just need to get him a good shot. I need him to step away from that three point line until he develop a real consistent three point shot. It ain't for him either. But I do like him playing at the four, but that five ain't for that ain't for Jackson Hayes. Um, maybe we need to go into the offseason if we thinking Jonas the legs ain't gonna make it another two or well, we got about two more years, um, and find us a, a backup because I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I love Willie, I love the chemistry he brings to the team, the continuity, the the uh, uh camaraderie, but um yeah, he ain't going to make it at that five position for no two more years either because he's soft as hell. He don't dunk when he right there by the rim. I don't know what be going through his mind, but it just – it looks awful when he right there close to the rim, missing a goddamn layup, won't dunk the ball, and will just try to tap everything the hell in the rim. So we do need to find us on in the offseason a backup five for Jonas because the two we got, they ain't it. At all, and that's all I just want. I just want to emphasize that point right there. We need a backup Jonas, um, uh, and we need a. I, I do agree. We do need to go out and I think Falerian was saying this. We need to get some pieces because we did lose a lot. Letting Josh, I'm not putting them other two in this conversation, but letting Josh out the door. The reason why I say that is, it's not just what Josh brought, the heart that he put on the court. It's the heart he brought to the locker room. You can't you can't replace that kind of chemistry just overnight. 
bringing in just because CJ can put the 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 tools on the court, don't mean he brought the element that's missing in the locker room. And I do see that watching these guys, especially courtside today, you could see some type of deflation in their spirit going on the court without their homeboys. And I think it may be like a little, like a little bad divorce, you know, not necessarily the beef between them, but you know, when you lose somebody that you really like, your little dip, she leave, whatever. And you know, you by yourself for a little while, you got to pick your pieces up and figure out where you, you know, going to put everything back together. And I think that's where the team is right now. I don't think people really see that, but watching them, like even in the, the pregame, um, you know, call outs or whatever, the, the plan, the atmosphere, it's there, but it ain't there like it was. And like you, they, I think they miss that camaraderie and they have to develop that whole team, team chemistry again, chemistry again. But yeah, I just want to say, yeah, y'all, I love Hayes, um, his athleticism, not his uh, basketball IQ for lack of term or whatever, because uh, he don't got too much. But um, remember, he was only what, one year college player. So he has a lot of development to do. I think they should have let homeboy went to the G League that first year he got here. And I think maybe they could have helped him become more creative at the five, but I don't see the five for him on the long-term 10, 15-year basketball career. Put that boy at the four, give him a shot with the shot doctor, and, and let him uh, develop over there. That five ain't for him. That's all I wanted to say. Well, unfortunately, Rocky, that was the plan to have his ass over there, but eventually Derek Favors gets hurt, and all you have is your little Okafor. Right, Zion's not there in the beginning of the year. You have Jaleel Okafor, and you got Jackson. So you had to, you unfortunately had to put him out there. But yeah, I mean, I think from everything that you know we read and you know was out there, and everything that came to me was that the plan was to have him be in a G League. It just didn't work that way, unfortunately. But um, I, I think Nance would fix some of these Jackson issues too, though. So you yeah, you'll be playing Nance a lot more than you're playing Jax. And then there's also the experimental lineup of Nance at center and Jax at the four coming off the bench. You could do that as well. So it, it ain't the end of the world. We just don't have Nance right now. So it looks a you little think rough, Nance, right? You think Nance coming back this season? He out, what, six weeks? I don't even think we have six weeks left. I think I, homeboy is out till next year. I, don't, yeah, I, don't I think he's gone till next year. Yeah, I think he he going until next year too. But I mean, it it is what it is. Nance would help out a lot with some of the stuff that we're seeing. So, can I pose y'all a little question? Just one little question. Do y'all really think we should invest in keeping Jackson Hayes beyond this year? I think he might be what uh um eligible for an extension pass um this this season. Or maybe he got a, another one year option on him or something like that. But do y'all think he is a legit? Pick up, keep, stay for the five position. Rocky, I mean, I, oh, my bad, Chris. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I, I wanted to get, um, I want to get Raph in here, man. From, uh, from the pale spot, I wanted him to have to, you know, I mean, if you want to respond to any of that, man, I'm glad everything's working now on your end. But yeah, man, I mean, what do you think about Jax or anything yeah. about the game five? I do want you to respond to that, but Raph, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, Rocky, to answer your question, I mean, again, when we drafted Jax, like, everybody knew he was a project. Like, he had just started playing basketball. Like, he played very little basketball in high school. He was playing football. And so, like, if you draft a project at eight, 
and you go through all the shit he's had to go through in terms of COVID, no, uh, to Chris's point, not be able to do in the G League, being forced to play earlier than you're supposed to play, not to mention he's undersized from a size standpoint. Like, he's still going to grow into his body. His, his dad was an NFL player. Like, he's going to get bigger, right? And so not only is he not there from a size standpoint, but the five is one of the highest IQ positions on the floor. So if you combine those two things together, it's, it, it's no question why he struggles. As far as him playing the four, like, I think that makes a lot of sense. Ever, I don't necessarily agree with you that he's just an athlete because he's doing a lot of things off the dribble in terms of his package and finishing at the lane that guards do. Like, seven-foot guys don't do that. And so to say that he just runs and jumps and slowly can shoot, like, yeah, that's right now what he's figuring out. But every time – I don't know if you noticed when he's had success – is when he has the stability, okay, this is my role, this is what I'm going to do. Well, then you take that role away or you move that role in with the new structure and everything moving away, and all of a sudden he's figuring it out on the fly again. And so I don't think that, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, man, Jackson's in a lull again. You just ask him to do something different, and now he got to readjust again. And so I think that's hard for a young player, especially for a young player who just started playing basketball. But as far as this – as far as this this game and the two games, like, you kind of had to figure that the team was going to have to figure some shit out, right? Like, they was going to have to kind of go through these laws to understand, okay, this is my new spot. The same people were like, man, get rid of Jax because he can't adjust to coming off the bench if Zion come back. Well, are the same people saying that you can't send Devontae Graham to the bench because he's going to have to readjust his mentality? Where is he going to be when Zion gets back on the court? The bench. So if he can't do it in the lineup now, he can't do it on the lineup then, so you're going to have to make some of adjustments. And to everybody's point, like, I don't understand why Trey's not playing. Again, Willie Green knows a lot more basketball than all of us. But, man, like, Garrett, you know, again, all due respect to Garrett Temple, he always will be a better basketball player than me and everything like that. But he just looks like an old man on a court, like, trying to keep up with young rookies. Like, it looks, it looks really bad. And so if he's making rookie mistakes – and he's not making shots, and he's not defending, and he's getting outrun. Like, there's no reason for him to be on the court right now. Like, you got to see what you got in a, in a Trey Murphy, in a Najee Mar- Like, you got these give these guys extended minutes while you're trying to figure out what's my, uh, my final rotation to end the season. So, you know, again, Willie Green is showing all throughout the season, like, he'll give stuff a, a shot or two, and then you kind of kind of earn your way back. And so I think it's going to be a battle to see how these minutes come out because next year, like, Kyra Lewis is still on the team. What are you going to do with him? Like, you're going to have four guards under the 6'5". Like, you're going to have to figure some stuff out. And so I know we got 14 guys on, on, on the payroll for next season, but, like, four of those guys play the same position. And guess what? Zion's going to dominate the ball when he gets back with CJ MBI. So you're going to have to figure out who can shoot because that's going to be the real determinant moving forward. Look, I, I'll hop in. Uh, Rocky, you had said, great point, great point, Ref. But Rocky, you said, you know, will we move off Jackson? You don't do all that shit. You don't get rid of Nikhil. You don't You do not do all that and just let him walk. Like, you don't just get rid of him at this point. Like, you got to see see it through. You got to see it through, my boy. You got you to gotta let him rock. And that's why I said you got to let him play at the four to learn. Because he he's only going to learn basketball by playing it. And at this point, he's not going back to the G League. Like, you got to let him roll. You just got to let him play at this four while, while he's playing with 
again, people learn basketball by playing basketball with really good players. You become better by playing with cats that look like CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how you learn basketball. Like, you, you got to get in it. You got to fuck up. You got to make up for these mistakes. You got to do all of that while playing, especially at that speed. Like, you're not going to be able to continue on fucking around in the G League and become better. Like, that helps at the beginning, but at this point, you're past that. Like, you got to learn now and very, very quickly. Hey, let me – I'm going to just respond to Raph real quick. You know, I, I understand what you're saying 100%, and I'm one of them people that was talking about the whole Devontae sitting Jackson, letting him come off the bench, getting used to it, and, but then also at the same time fighting against people trying to sit Devonte, but the on the difference to me is the fact that because you like you said Jackson needs to know his role, and I feel like if they can just establish that this is your role, it'll be a lot easier for Devonte to make that transition than it is for Jackson because that's what Devonte did when they brought in Lamelo Ball and his old job. I mean, at his old job, right at his old team. So I, that's the reason why I feel like, hey, Devontae, that transition is going to be a lot easier for him than it is for Jax because he's so mental up top. Like, he thinks. he is He's in his head a lot. So that's that's the only reason why I feel that about – you know you know what I'm saying? Oh. But oh, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. No, for long. I'm going to go to you, but everybody – Everybody, everybody before the trade deadline was like, "No, Jackson, Jackson's untradeable." We, Chris, now you know I ain't say that. Uh, no, nah, I, I mean, I'm just saying, no, we gotta keep him. He's averaging fifteen eight and whatever the fuck he was averaging, but it wasn't about that, man. It's about it's about the like the longevity of it all. It's like, what are you if you plan on having like Zion? Zion's the future at that position. What are we talking about? We've been questioning, and people have been talking about his quote-unquote work ethic, what like his dedication to basketball. You traded away a guy who's unhappy in Utah. He can't even put together a goddamn interview now. Okay, he got traded. He he gets traded. He gets traded to Portland, and then he he ends up. As soon as he lands in Portland, he's going to Utah. Nikhil Alexander Walker, somebody who puts together everything he has in regards to his life into the game of basketball. Okay. That's Nikhil. Now, I'm not, this ain't like a bashing, like a, this not, I'm not throwing Jackson into the ground, but yo, if we are saying at this point, he's the guy that they decided from that draft class outside of Zion, we are going to invest into him. Well, now at this point, it's up to him to figure it out. They can put him in a position to, to succeed, 100%. But now they made their move. Now it's up to him to make them. It's, it's, it's up to him to develop. Chris. That's what it comes down to. I'm with you. Chris, you think they putting him in a position to succeed by switching in between the four and the five every week? No, you really but think they putting him in a position to succeed. Rocky, no. Can't do both. Rocky, no. But what I do think, though, at the end of, at the end of the day, you are a professional, and it's your job to adjust. The, I agree. I agree. The situation that's in front of you shouldn't always have to be ideal for you to be able to succeed. And us, as us know, that we always put in spots that's not always 
ideal and we got to make the best of it. That like like those effects, you hear me? So it, it, it's fact, not like I mean that that's just the reality of the situation. Like I I want Jackson to be good so fucking bad and I've been wanting that since day one. So this ain't even, you know what I'm saying? But when I watch Nikhil after after games, after bad performances, when I watch him go out there and work some more, when I watch him or or, or you know, when I see things about him texting <laughs> texting texting teaspoon, like, yo, what what happened? What went wrong? You know what I'm saying? When I when I know that he's worked his ass off in Canada, outside of Canada, you know what I mean, preseason, in the offseason with the guard whisperer, the guard, the guard whisperer himself, the legend. Y- hey, bro. Y'all ain't gonna like that. Hey, bro. <laughs> homie, homie ain't got homie ain't got too, too many things to be proud of. Right Spitz, My, Spitz you, doing bad. You know what I'm saying? So like, but 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 when I was saying that shit, everybody was like, "Well, no, Jackson, 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 the future." He just okay. At some point, my brother got to prove that he is that he's going to be able to play center. That's what it comes down to. Because your power for is in Portland right now in a fucking chamber. With a mask across his face, trying to figure it out, trying to get healthy to come back. But one way, at some point, he's going to be healthy and he's going to come back. There's no way around that. At some point, Zion's coming back. Whether he's committed, whether he's happy, whether he's smiling, whether he's in shape, no matter what the case is, the motherfucker coming back. That's that's the reality. He's coming back. So when he does, where, where does that leave Jackson? On the goddamn I'm on the bench. Chris, I'm <laughs> bench. I'm with you. Florin. Florin, uh, go ahead. Chris, I'm I'm with you just in that um like a, a lot of these young guys, no matter what, like the, the it's 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 ideal that all of these guys get better. That that you will you will hope that every year they get better that the second year is better than the rookie year that the third year is better than the second year like like progression um and then in 2020 in 2022 like the nba is mostly positionless again that's another one of those buzzwords that that's becoming um a thing not that i try to stay away from but then I'll also say versatile and versatility and all of like versatility, like that definition could be different for you. It could be different for me. But for me, versatility is when you can play and defend multiple positions. Again, the thing that you said, I agree wholeheartedly, like the, the, the situation can't be ideal for you to be able to play your best or, or succeed or play at a level that we expect you and need you to play at. So even even if you 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 try to get him to learn this position at the four, like at the end of the day, he's gonna find himself on the court at some point at at the five. You know what I mean? Like and that that's that that's just what it is. So he's a front court player. And there's a lot of guys other than your Embiid, other than your Jokic's, those are guys who are superstar fives. Like they, but they also do what the fuck you expect them to do when they play up to that level. That's why they MVPs. That's why they in the conversation of being MVPs. But I can name a shit ton of guys, a lot of guys throughout this league 
that are fours that can play small ball five, that are five that can play the four. Like Mobley is another one of those guys, and I'm not in no way, shape, form, or fashion saying, like, comparing Jacks to him, but Mobley was another guy that was drafted to be the five. But Jared Allen is playing out his fucking mind right now, and together, both of those guys are playing extremely well next to one another. So all you can do is, all they can do is hope for the same with Jack that, that he's going to be that versatile front court player where he, he can man both. You know what I mean? And for him, a lot of it is going to be matchup dependent. Like at the end of the day, even if for another three years, he finally becomes that five. Guess what? And B still going to bust his ass. Jokic is still going to bust his ass. Guys like Carl Anthony Towns still going to bust his ass because of a lot of it is going to be matchup dependent. You know what I mean? Because all of those guys are more skilled. They've been around. They got more weight on it. All of those things come into context like five. And like Chaz and, and all those guys, guys and Chris, Chris saying, but the same argument that we're making of like having learned is the same argument that I think I can make for trade breakers. Like, like the, the, the issue is, is you do not want to go into next season still not knowing what the fuck you have in trade trade. This is a guy that I front and front. That's the thing. Like the front office and the coaches have like that's two different things. You know what I mean? We don't know what they expect and we don't know what the conversation is. And like just like say if 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 you know Griff was one of those guys that had his hands in everything. Then the guy that got drafted they drafted at seven at seventeen were probably playing right now. Stepping back and back, Willie, Willie, do his thing, but, but for Willie, Willie's coaching statues that they were doing, doing, like, like, you got, got a lot of loud guys to make those things. You got to let a nigga ram it down, down his, 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 a bigger name. Bigger name. It's, it's not, it's not just about me about this. It's not just about me about the next year. So we so go into that season. They be ready to make that leap. They be ready to bust the bus ass. Like we were kind of promised to do years and years ago. And one of the guys drafted the name and made the kind of investment in draft draft at 17. You still can't be in the not knowing what you have in him. Or you still can't have him on the court when you allow him to play. He still can't back door. Why they give the young folks should learn the game, the game, especially on many defensive ends and in and, 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 and those things that, that, that needed to be running where he needed to be. You still have, you still have no same issues. Why? Because, like, like, you put a little bit more trust on a little bit more faith in the veteran player who's still not doing that great of a job. And that's the thing, like, Garrett Temple isn't the reason why they're winning or losing games. So, why the hell not? You know what I mean? The guy that you know. It's gonna be, gonna be around no longer. You know, what, you know what, what I mean? So it's it's a it's a it's a lot of shit. And like Ralph said, like it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of decisions they have they have to make. And I think at the end of the day, like I think as much as I like the kill, I I can I feel like part of part of their mindset was again like Ralph said, like you have a ton of guys that's almost playing the same position. Got all these undersized guards. The kill would have been another guard. And then you also bring in CJ. Had you kept 
in the kill, and then turn traders jacks when your front court is so thin. And, and, and at the end of the day, like, yeah, we kind of upset that he's still don't know how to box out, he's not rebounding, he don't know how to set a proper screen. Getting Nance was huge, but Nance ain't going to be here for like another month and a half. So if you wouldn't in turn kept in the kill and traded jacks, you're going to be even more thin in the front court. You know what I mean? And we got Gary Clark. He's giving us some good moments, but he ain't it, right? And there's a refusal to play trade for whatever reason. So it's just like it, I, I, I mean, I don't know, like all this season kind of been adjustments and, and, and like adversity and dealing with this, dealing with that, that like, I don't know, man, but that's, that's kind of just where you at. So, ah, uh, you know, I agree about a bunch of that, and you know, unfortunately, Florin. I mean, you know, I look to this through both sides. Like <laughs> Doom said, ever since Griff said, anecdotally, it's been down here. Yeah, you know. Well, um, I kind of see it through both sides. Like trying to remember what I feel like the front office is trying to do and what I know the front office is trying to do from what I've been told on vacation what my what my basketball mind tells me and what my fandom tells me. It's a lot of it's a lot of shit that you gotta separate through this process. You know what I'm saying? But regardless we're gonna be here in a few days when they play Toronto. And the next day, you know, the the next matchup when they play the team that I forgot out of nowhere. I don't, I don't think it's the Mavericks, but whatever Memphis. it is, Memphis. Memphis. There you go, Memphis. We, we listen. Even even if they lose to Toronto, ever we gonna be crazy for Memphis. We gonna be talking shit. Memphis fans gonna be talking to us. It's gonna be a good time, man. You know, at the end of the day, I listen. I stayed up. I I, I want my goddamn credit. It's eleven twenty four. You know what I'm saying? It's eleven twenty-four. I've ever met in my exactly, life. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I don't have no kids. I don't have six of them. Chris, how old I'm, th- I'm, I ain't thirty. I'm about to be thirty. But that ain't the point. Now I'll do all that. Chris, don't man, do you ain't got no kids. Don't, 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 do don't do me that. Chris, that's not the Chris, point. How old you Rocky, Rocky, that's that's not the point. I listen. I grew up. I, I grew up at a time you're not supposed to tell a woman how old you think you think she is. That's not the point. I have hey, respect I for you. I don't, I don't, I don't do identify. That. I don't see, identify. See, cool. there you go. See, I, I don't even do that. Everett, Everett, Everett told me he was 42. I ain't believe that. He told me he had six kids. I'm not. Hey, I'm not even 42, Chris. Okay, 37. Yeah, the same shit. Man. 37, 42, the same shit. And to me, nah. No, them thirties, them thirties feel good when you're in them thirties, but when you get to them forties, that that forty don't feel like thirty-seven. I wish it fucking did. Rocky did told herself already. Told hey, herself I already. I'm forty, babe. I'm proud of you, forty. Listen, it's some kids I grew up with didn't see thirty, so I'm. It's a blessing hey, to see forty. You feel me? Man, ain't that something? Ain't you that know, ain't that something? Hey, Lido in here, Lido, Lido from the bottom of my heart. Fuck you, man. You supposed to come up here and talk. You ain't do nothing. You sitting here with this picture, like you sitting in the water in some in some amazing ass place. It's probably your it's probably your pool in your backyard, man. Ain't nobody impressed with that, man. That, you know, it just that, that is what it is. But um, I can finally say I'm tired now. God damn it, I deserve it. this. This show been on for like three hours. I ain't never did that before. Three hours, long ass time. I ain't did it, and you I can say it, now, man. huh? 
You did good, man, because yeah. I drove all the way home. So you, you did good. You I'm made, proud of you. We made sure Rocky got home, you heard me? That is a <laughs> and that's an hour, celebration. That's an hour and 20 minutes right there. So you You're did damn good. right. Everybody just right. took a little round of applause. He stayed up late. Yeah. Tonight, yeah. So, so for long, you can call me up. <laughs> for long, you can't call me old no more. So I'm out of here. Y'all be straight. This long-ass episode going to be recorded and posted on some place. Shout out to Sports Drink. We'll figure out what they do at some point. Y'all be, y'all be, <laughs> y'all be good. Good night, Papa. I holler at y'all. Oh, oh, all right. Goodbye. <laughs> God damn.